The following is a KBVR Sports Presentation. And welcome back to KBVRFM Beaver Football, where we apologize for the technical difficulties. We're back on now, and we are talking about Jack Miller in Florida. And I wanted to say, Jack Miller um, started the year as third string. He is a good quarterback, though. We know he's good, but Andres, no matter how good you are, when it's your first game, things are going to be tricky. And this is not the team that you want to play. The, this, the, this hungry, hungry Beaver defense is not the team you want to play your first game as a starting quarterback. Oh, yeah, of course, like you said. Miller, he, he's good enough to be on a Division One team. Yeah, and to go against an Oregon State, the 14th-ranked team in the country, who has arguably one of the greatest defenses in the Pac-12, no, it's going to be a really tough test for him. But we talked about this earlier. It's a good way to cement his legacy into Florida Gator program as well. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, and um, I think that one, the Beavers, you got to think one thing they're going to try and do. They're going to try and frustrate this young quarterback. And, you know, whether it's the, taking advantage of the fact that he doesn't have a lot of chemistry with the receivers he's going on with today, or if you're just going to try and throw some new looks at him in coverage or something like that, maybe add some corner pressure sometimes, lay off it and drop back into coverage. But I think the Beavers are going to try and take advantage with their experienced defense to try, you know, to – to make Miller a little bit uncomfortable, and I think the Beavers do have the tools to do that. Now, that being said, Andres, I want to talk a little bit, very briefly, about the Florida Gators' situation coming into this game. So, obviously, we talked about the up-and-down season they've had. So, they beat South Carolina, number 19 currently South Carolina, 38-6. to They lost to Vanderbilt the next week. That was Vanderbilt's first SEC win in 26 games. You heard that right. Vandy did win the next week as well, too. In their most recent game, Florida had an impressive performance. You know why? Because they were at number 13, Florida State. Very hostile environment. Lost by just a touchdown, 45-38. to So if anyone's thinking that Florida isn't on the level of Oregon State, keep this in mind. That is a good result when you're playing at 13, Florida State. However, this being said, they got players out today. About, about 20 total. Most notably, I'll go through the most notable. Offensive lineman Osiris Torrance, first team All-American. Not having him blocking from up front will make a big difference. Linebacker Ventrell Miller, Miller projected fifth-round draft pick. He is sitting out this game to prepare for the NFL draft, as is wide receiver Justin Shorter. He's has 577 receiving yards this season, just like 10 behind the leader, Ricky Pearsall. So Florida, without multiple key players as well, they do not have Dejon Reynolds, who hit the transfer portal. He had 244 yards and a couple of touchdowns this season. We've already talked about Anthony Richardson, but also Brenton Cox, a a starting linebacker who started most of the season had two sacks. He was dismissed for the team re- from the team recently for um, some off-the-field issues, and so he as well will not be available. So this is a banged-up Florida team. However, before I let before I shut my mouth and let Andres talk again, <laughs> I was just going to say, this is this is who Florida is going to be relying on today. Obviously, wide receiver number one, Ricky Pearsall, 29 catches for 596 yards, five touchdowns, and he had five receptions, 148 yards, two touchdowns against Florida State, and that, should I say, very competitive loss. Xavier Henderson, five receptions, 110 yards versus Georgia, 410 yards total on the season. Ty Giochio Bowman had three catches for 67 yards against Vandy, and then guy, other guys stepping up will be tight end Dante Zanders, Wide receiver, Caleb Douglas, and wide out, Jaquavian Frazier's. Andres, Florida may be banged up. They still have plenty of talent on this team. Exactly, yeah. They're pretty banged up and low on numbers, but 
it's a, you get the chance to play in a bowl game. These underclassmen get a chance to shine and perform and show themselves. And chemistry may be a factor. We'll find out when the game starts. But honestly, Florida's prepared for this moment. They worked hard to get to a bowl game. They were ready for any opponent. And I think Oregon State is the same team as well. And Andres, because of circumstances last time in Corrales, we never got to talk a whole lot about Oregon State's humongous win over Oregon in the rivalry. Victory, Comeback victory. You know, obviously, after the game, players understandably very excited, very emotional, saying, you know, especially for these seniors, getting that big chance to beat a top 10 Oregon team and end their career on a good note. But here's the thing. You got to think their focus has to look past that as wonderful as that win was, because now you're here playing a different team. And if you want to truly end the career on a high note, beating Oregon's big, but now all your focus has to turn to this game. And so how do you think the Beavers are going to be able to handle it? It was a four, four weeks ago that win. I think they're ready for this game now. They're more than ready for this game. More than that, excuse me. But if Oregon State continues to run the ball like they always do, I think they're going to be off on the right note. For example, average rushing yards per game. Oregon State leads with 199.2 rushing yards per game. The opponents have about 114 yards per game. Now, passing yards, Oregon State is kind of lackluster. They only have 200 per game, while opponents have 228. But still, it's insane the fact that Oregon State rushes the ball a lot more, and it's successful because it works. It works like almost all the time like mind you even that even that Oregon game the last couple of plays of the game were not passes they were rushes and they all worked out which is that comeback victory 38-34 against Dogs against number nine Oregon so I think if Oregon State just continues to run the ball and rely on the run game and obviously that pass protection they'll be off in the right hand you know Andres you bring up a really good point as the teams are about to make their ent entrances here show all pause and let you hear the roar of Allegiant Stadium momentarily. Should I was getting into it as well. You can hear it. So it looks like both teams are about to come out of the tunnel. Andres, what I was about to talk about is the fact that I agree with just about everything you said with the run game. I'm sure the Beavers are going to rely on that a lot. But I think even Jonathan Smith will tell you the Beavers cannot be as one-sided as they were against Oregon. You know, as especially against one of the best defensive lines in the country. It really is quite remarkable how the Beaver O-line and phenomenal running back group stepped up this game. But no matter how talented they are, you very rarely win football games with less than 100 passing yards. It just does not happen very often. It worked for that game because the Beavers were able to carve up that Oregon defense and, you know, they were strategically ready. Oregon didn't have an answer. Florida has had four weeks to prepare for this ever since what they saw the Beavers just did to the number nine ranked Oregon Ducks. So I think that while the running game is going to be big, I think that it's going to be really important to get guys like Jack Belling, Tyjon Lindsay, um, um, Silas Bolden, Josiah Irish going. And you might have realized, Andres, I did not realize, I did not uh, name uh, Treshawn Harrison. He has been, um, uh, he's not allowed to play because of team rule violations. So that's going to be big. You're just Morgan State. Now, Ben, let's talk about the atmosphere a little bit. Let's talk about the game, but the atmosphere. We're in a Legion Stadium. But you would think this is Research Stadium because the amount of black and orange I see just from the view right here is incredible. A lot of Florida fans out here, though, which walking around Las Vegas a couple of nights, you see mostly Oregon State fans. You barely saw any Florida fans. But here, there's a whole sea of blue and orange. And on the other side of us, there's black and orange as well. Here comes the Oregon State Beavers right there. And again, you know, Florida, they haven't had the year they were talking they were hoping for. But, but Florida, being in the SEC, being a story program, they take their football seriously, of course, yeah. and they don't have a lot of time to mess around. So with Billy Napier, they are fully, keep in mind, 
They're unranked. The Beavers are ranked. Florida is 100% expecting themselves to win this game. Of course. And that's something that can't get lost on anyone. This team is going to come. They're going to be physical. They are. This game is going to mean a lot to them. And the Beavers are going to have to have to be ready for you know a, a physical, hard-fought game and have to establish it very early and try to make this young quarterback, Miller, uncomfortable. The Beavers did a really good job making Bo Nix move in the pocket. Got a lot of pressure that other teams couldn't get against Oregon. And I think the front seven is going to be a huge factor today. Should be. A lot of Oregon State fans up here in the crowd. I, I got pumped up watching the entrances. <laughs> watching the teams run out. <laughs> I got pumped up watching this game. It's, it should be a good one. Here comes the captains out for Oregon State. What a way to go out here in the Las Vegas Bowl, for sure. Absolutely. It's, after a big win against Oregon, that was just an icing off. Great experience. And they're hoping for a phenomenal performance. Trying to see, we got Joshua Gray, Brandon Kipper, Tristan Jebbia. Oh, sorry, that's Tylees Fuaga. Brandon Tristan Kipper, Jebbia. Jake Levengood, and Tristan Jebbia, the captains. And for Florida, we have, excuse me, Amari Bernie, the inside linebacker, as well as number 76 for Florida, Richard Garage. Garage. Thank you for that. <laughs> so right now, it is a coin toss for Oregon State and Florida. You know, and Andres, bowl games are a funny thing. So this is one of the very first games of bowl season. That's they right. just started yesterday in the second-ranked matchup, UTSA and um, Troy. Troy, thank Troy. you very much. Troy played yesterday. But the funny thing with bowl games is you have a break. Like, the Beavers have not played for four weeks. Neither team has. But, the, and, you know, after that emotional win that totally made Corvallis go crazy and right, that, right. that big win and everything, it's been a while since, yes, they've been practicing like mad. But now you're acting a game situation, and you got to get settled in a little bit here. So I think some early game nerves aren't an impossibility for either team. I mean, of course, I mean with any football game, it's gonna be nerves, and a bowl game is no exception. Especially playing in an NFL stadium. Especially playing in an NFL, yeah, Allegiant Stadium, mind you, yeah. And so, Andres, I think sorry to uh, cut you off. I think we are gonna go to a quick break. We are less than two minutes away from kickoff. Less than two minutes away should be a good one. We will. And, a, and a just over a minute and a half, kickoff in the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl coming up next. You're listening to Beaver, Beaver Football on KBVRFM. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the basis for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR-FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. After a long day of work, I don't want elevator music. I want to hear something loud. Too slow. Nah, too soft. Now that's more like it. KBVR Rock Radio, 5 to 7 a.m., 3 to 5 p.m. Nobody rocks harder. And welcome back inside of Allegiant Stadium. We are just set to get kicked off in the SRS, the 2022 SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. The Beavers won the toss and they deferred, and uh, something we 
have come to expect a lot of time from Jonathan Smith, trusting his defense to set them out there first. Of course, yeah, this defense is really, really phenomenal. Arguably one of the best defenses in the Pac-12, and it'll be Florida to receive the ball to start the Las Vegas Bowl. So back deep to receive for the Gators. I, I think that's Trevor Etienne, by the way, one of Florida's halfbacks, his little brother of Travis Etienne. National champion and good NFL running back. That is Trevor Etienne back deep to receive along with Xavier Henderson, one of their leading receivers. So Florida's playing with Etienne to the right and Henderson to the left, making sure that they're ready for any ball that comes their way. And here we go. Las Vegas Bowl is underway. Beavers looking for a monumental 10-win season. Etienne singles for fair catch and lets this one go out of the back of the end zone. Florida, Jack Miller in Florida will set up shop at their own 25. Andres, what emotions is going through his mind right now? His first collegiate to play. I imagine he's nervous. He's excited. He's, I would say he's in enemy territory because he's, Florida fans are A lot of orange here. and black here. But I think he's ready to just go out there and dominate. And I think the beater defense is going to tell you right back at you. We, we're experienced. We're physical. He's playing well the last few weeks. And we're going to go bring it on you. And we're not going to make it easy for this young quarterback. First play of the football game from scrimmage. I believe that's Etienne at halfback. Tough to see the numbers from here. Jack Miller comes out of the shotgun. Four receivers set. And that is actually Montrell Johnson. They're going to motion Ricky Pearsall. They're going to give to Ricky Pearsall. Pearsall trying to get around the edge. A swarm of Beavers get there, including Jaden Grant. Lost a two on the play. It'll be second and 12. Nice jet sweep play, but it was Katana Oladapo who initially tripped up the receiver. And Jaden Grant came in with the uh, tackle there. Lost the yards for Oregon State. Or for Florida, excuse me. And that's exactly how you, you know, Florida coming out with a little bit of trickeration, but the Beavers covered that perfectly. Exactly what you want to see if you're a Beaver fan. What you've hung your head on on defense all season long. So now Florida slightly behind the sticks. 14.30 to play first quarter. Second play from scrimmage. It is second down and 12 from their own 23. Miller takes the snap. Miller is going to throw for the first time today, and the route is jumped and almost intercepted. Oh, Ryan Cooper Jr. probably wishes he had that one back. It's going to be third and 12. That was Ryan Cooper Jr. He cut the route. He cut the route. He had the play, but the ball just came out of his hands. He wants that ball back for sure. But nonetheless, it's third down for Florida. You know, it's... it's, it's it, it, it's tougher when you're actually in that those helmet and shoulder pads. Your vision's not quite there, especially when you're running full speed to try and jump the route. Oh, of course. So great play. He wishes he had that back. Could have been a pick six. But still a good play by Ryan Cooper Jr. He's been solid all year long. <laughs> Third down and 12 for the Florida Gators. 14-21 to play in the first quarter. Try, Florida trying to make something happen. They go empty backfield. This We got Montreal Johnson. First pass from Miller. Slant route drop. He was looking for number 12, Caleb Douglas. And it's incomplete. He would have been short of the sticks anyways unless the tackle was somehow missed. It's going to be fourth down and 12. So an incredible start for this Beaver defense. And now we'll get to see their offense come onto the field after this punt. You want, that's what you want. You want a quick three now for Florida. Defense did their job. Got the ball back to the offense. And now Oregon State will have the chance to return this punt for a touchdown. That is Irish? That is Josiah Irish out there. Josiah Irish. Silas Bolin also out in addition to Treshawn Harrison's, the Beavers are going to be thin on the receiving end. Punt nearly blocked. Irish back to his own 27. He calls for a fair catch there, and Josiah Irish makes a nice clean grab. So the Beavers, Andres, this is, they're going to take over at their own 27. So Florida has negative two yards of total offense so far. I know it's only been one drive, but you can't ask for a much better starter for the Beavers. Yeah, if you start in Oregon State, if you start with getting negative yards on the defense, you're doing a really good job right there. So Jack Coletto is in the game right now for what it's worth likely to be lined up in the fullback slot. We'll see what the personnel group is here that Oregon State comes out with. 
Coletto at fullback. I believe that's Damian Martinez that is, yes. at halfback. That is. Ben Gobranson under center, single back set. They're going to give to Martinez. Damian Martinez gets a pretty good run on first down out to the 29-yard uh, line. That's a gain of six. It'll bring up second down and four. Martinez had he had an open lane, but the Florida, Florida linebacker, uh, excuse me, Gervon Dexter Sr., the defensive line, he kind of stopped Martinez from getting more yardage. Martinez could have broken away Javon right Dexter will be going to the draft, but you got to really respect. He's playing in this final game, yes. and that just shows how much it does mean to Florida. But he's a very talented defensive lineman. Second down, 1340 to play in the first quarter. Second down and four for the Beavers. Pardon me, it's second down and six. Ben Gobranson fakes the handoff. Now he's going to roll out on boot leg action. Ben Gobranson's in trouble, and he is sacked back at the 17-yard line, way behind the sticks. That was... Dakota Mitchell with the tackle there. Mitchell getting in there along with Yuma Nellen. Yeah, you see you see Gobranson running out the pocket, trying to do a little play action there. Gets caught up. Offensive line kind of broke apart right there. And now it's negative yardage for Oregon State. Interesting, huh? I wonder why Oregon State didn't continue with the running play. Maybe Gobranson was trying to run out and continue running the bootleg, but... So 13 minutes after a huge loss, the Beavers are pretty well behind the chains now. It's third and a mile. They're going to do a delayed dry handoff to Damian Martinez, who almost slips through the defense, gets out across the 25 to the 26-yard line, going to be well short. And the Beavers are going to have to punt with fourth down and nine. That was Tyreek Sapp with the tackle there. So already, already a defensive battle, two three and outs in a row. We have to see which offense can get the ball rolling at first. But it's safe to say that defensive coordinators for both schools have really planned out which, which methods of attacks that these offenses use for the schools. You know, and uh, it just took one play because the Beavers ran the ball with the well with a couple of run plays. They did after Martinez. The bootleg has worked for them a lot. Teams have figured that out at times, and it looks like i got to give credit to, credit to Florida. They've been watching film. They were ready for that. Bootleg, the punt is almost blocked. Ricky Pearsall tailing back to his own 20-yard line. This is a great punt. He caught it at the 15. Now Pearsall's inside his own 10, and he is brought down at the 12. What a punt from Luke Locher. What a punt from Luke Locher, and what a tug from Skylar Thomas getting it to the 10-yard line for the Gators. So, here in Las Vegas, I almost said here in Florida, here in Las Vegas, <laughs> Oregon State versus Florida. We've played a few minutes. We got 12-02 left to play in the first quarter. Two, three and out. So, so far, both defenses stepping up. Florida got the ball back with a punt. They're going to take over their own 14-yard line. When we return, we're going to be right back after a quick break here. You're listening to Beaver Football on KBVRFM Corvallis. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Hey Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. 
If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. Is photography your passion or something that you like to do for fun? OMN is looking for photographers to help capture breaking news, cover sporting events, and tell the stories of the people here in the greater Corvallis community. Any photography skill level is accepted and welcomed. For more information on the photo team, visit orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. That's orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. And welcome back inside of Allegiant Stadium. You are listening to BV... KBVR football, <laughs> Be Beaver football and KBVR FM Corvallis. My goodness, Andres, I apologize. Lost of words of this game, Ben? I, I think so, because the first two defensive uh, defensive series have just been really, really impressive. Florida has negative two total yards on offense. I think the Beavers have plus one. I think it's plus one, So it's one, a yeah. net negative one for both teams. Now, 12 left minutes left for the first quarter. Yes. We've just started this football game. A lot can change, but I think right now, Oregon State's defense has to be feeling good as they come back out there and face Jack Miller a second time. Well, this I think it's going to be a defensive battle just from this like those three those two series we saw. Florida gets three and out, then Oregon State gets a three and out. So we have to see which offense is able to get the ball first. We get the ball to the end zone first. Excuse me. So here comes Arizona native four-star recruit, Ohio State transfer once again, Jack Miller. Trevor Etienne, little brother of Travis Etienne, is the tailback. Florida's going to motion. Uh, Xavier Henderson, and they're going to hand it off to ETN. Has absolutely no running room. Gets back to the line of scrimmage. We do have a flag on the play. And uh, Andres, any idea what this could be? I, I could be. I could be a false start. Offsides. Offsides. That's just offsides. Gray uh, will be driven mad by those penalties, <laughs> especially when you have the home field advantage. Exactly. Speaking of that, before this play starts, do you hear the roar of the crowd when Ford is about to snap a ball? Do I hear what? The roar of the crowd. Oh, it is loud here. Again, it's not quite reacher, but you know, it's certainly, if it's neutral, it is very much tilting towards the Oregon State Beavers. All this black and orange. Listen to the noise right there, as you mentioned, Andres. Of course. Jack Miller takes the snap. He's going to hand it off to ETN. Nowhere to go. Bottled up and dropped by a couple of corners. Jaden Robinson replacing Rajon Wright, who's out for this game. And I think that's a loss. It'll bring them to second and six. That was a loss, yes. So now it's second and six for Florida. And yeah, that was a nice tackle there by Robinson, Oregon State. So, so far, Oregon State hasn't allowed Florida to actually go forward on a play other than the offsides penalty. Second down and six, Jack Miller. Miller is out of the gun. ETN still in the game at tailback. Henderson out to the left side. Miller loading up. He's looking for Xavier Henderson. Just led him a little bit too much. Good coverage there by Alex Austin. It's going to be third and six. Alex Austin was the name Pac-12 defensive player of the week several times throughout the year. And he's really progressed as a player. Last year was kind of an off year, but this year has been really good. And cementing his legacy as one of the best Oregon State players on the team right now. And he really cemented that legacy when that play on fourth down and goal against Oregon, locking up Deontay Thornton to get the Beavers the win in the rivalry game. Huge. Now it's third down and five for Florida. 11.08 to play first quarter. Here comes the rush. Miller steps up, fires, and I think that is held by Ricky Pearsall. We've got a flag that comes in late. Florida's leading receiver, Ricky Pearsall, makes the catch to the 29. That is the first time the chains will move today. That was Robinson in coverage, and I'm assuming it's going to be a pass interference of some sort. The refs are still talking about it right now. But, yes, first time. So, holding call on Alex Austin. Okay, so... 
Pichlow getting a little revenge there after Austin makes a great play one time before. And Florida, they've got a talented receiving court, even without Justin Shorter. I told you what guys like Pearson Henderson have done this year against SEC ranked SEC opponents. Florida did have a pretty impressive game against Georgia, over 100 yards receiving for Xavier Henderson in that matchup. And now Jack Miller, he could try to get some confidence going. First down and 10 for the Gators from their own 29-yard line. They're going to motion ETN into the backfield. From the 29, Jack Miller takes the snap. He's going to give to ETN again, just again, nowhere to go. He did get forward. He, you know what? Give him three. He got more than I thought. So it's going to be second and seven. Decent run coverage from the defense, but three-yard run from ETN. Interesting from Florida, we see a kind of a combination of pass plays and running plays. And the passing plays aren't just short little slants. They're, they're out deep out routes. So this defense has to be on their toes to see what next play will happen for Florida. Absolutely for the Gators, they are certainly not a one-sided offense. No, definitely It keeps not. the Beavers guessing. So they're, that's probably Florida is a tough team to prepare for. 10-15 left to play in the first quarter. No score here in the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Second and seven for Florida from their own 31-yard line. They're going to send Xavier Henderson in motion. ETN's the tailback. They fake to ETN. Jack Miller rolling right now. He drops it off to Trevor ETN. ETN's got some room down the sideline. Steps out of bounds near the marker at the 40. They're saying move the sticks. So with that little dump off to ETN, Florida's got something going here. So Florida's getting on a roll right now. We see them using pass plays, using run plays. They're on a roll right now getting two first downs in a row which is their first of the entire game. And now we're not giving a time to catch our breath either as they go. Empty backfield, hurry up offense. Miller is going to fake the throw. Now he's going to run right up the middle. Picks up four, maybe five yards on the quarterback keep. That was Isaac Hodgins with, with the tackle there. And yeah, it's crazy because before Oregon State, said what they would do is try to immobilize mobile quarterbacks by keeping them moving in the pocket. Miller breaks free, so that might be a problem if Oregon State defense. And that is something that. they're going to have to keep an eye on the fact that he's comfortable just going right up the teeth of the defense. Definitely. Love to see how that plays out. Was it the scouting game. report? <laughs> it, it, it did show that he has mobility. It did say he has mobility, so I'm sure the Beavers are at least somewhat aware of that. And that is Montrell Johnson in the game at halfback. Miller fakes the handoff to Johnson. Now he's going to try and go to the middle of the field. It's complete to Ricky Pearsall. Pearsall inside the Oregon State 40 down to the 36 yard line. Florida on a roll. Ricky Pearsall from Jack Miller. Big game. That was Robinson in coverage, too. And, yeah, Florida's on a roll. They're able to break free from routes, find wide open space, get open, get catch the football. And, yeah, they're practically knocking on the end zone's door. I think the Florida Gators, I'll tell you in a minute, after his first down and 10, Montreal Johnson's going to not get the carry here. Jack Miller keeps it. He didn't really do much of a slide, but he does pick up five yards. Going to bring up second down and five. Anders, I want to say real quick, you might get the sense that Florida feels a little disrespected being the unranked team and being eight-and-a-half-point underdogs to an Oregon State to an Oregon State team that they haven't played in a long time. And I think they're using that as motivation right now. I would agree, yeah, definitely. Beavers number 14 in, I believe, the AP poll, 15 in the college football playoff, 17 in the coaches poll. Florida not ranked in any poll, trying to prove them wrong. And here's a handoff to Montreal. Johnson's got nowhere to go. Johnson's wrapped up and he loses a yard. That Beaver front seven, what they've been doing all year long, getting in the backfield. It's going to be third down and seven. And that's a start. You stop the Florida from advancing any more yards. You're on a good roll. Now it comes down to this because Florida's well within field goal range. So at least you got to hope for a turnover or at least for a stop to hold them to three, at least. I couldn't agree more. You want to hold them to three and they're going to send a receiver out wide. That would be Amari Burnley. No, Rick, pardon me. Don't know who the receiver is out wide, but they've got Ty Chikeo Bowman out there. They got, I believe they still have Ricky Pierce out there, and Ricky Pierce all flinched. He's on the slot. He knows it. Back them up five yards. 
So now we go from third and six to third and 11 for Florida, which is ideal for the Beavers. So now this makes it even harder because you need to gain 11 yards instead of six. So that was Montreal Johnston out in the game as a receiver, the, one of the halfbacks. That's why I was a little confused there. Yeah. Kind of slipped my mind. So we have to see how this goes for Florida. It could be either a pass play or a run play, but regardless, they've shown that the, both those plays work well to their advantage. And Douglas, the man way out wide to the left, got a couple receivers in the slot. Pearsall is one of them. Now they're going to motion Pearsall across. ETN, no Montreal Johnson is the halfback on this third down and nine play. And then we got another jump. Beavers another clapping. Point. They think this is another false start. And the 12th man could be real here in Las Vegas for Oregon State. Well, yeah, just you hear the, I hear the crowd roaring. Coming for a false start. It's really hard to, to hear anything here. But yeah, another false start. So we go from third and 11 to third and 16. And that Regional Stadium 12th man traveled well down to Las Vegas. They absolutely did. You know, the whole time in Vegas, you've been seeing a lot of black and orange. And they're coming to life right now. They're coming to life right now. You see a lot of players from Morgan State telling the fans like to get loud. Third down at Reeser at the moment. Six minutes, 48 seconds to play in the first quarter. And after two false starts, it's third down and 16 for the Florida Gators. Jack Miller in the shotgun. They motion a tight end. Johnson's the halfback. Low snap collected by Jack Miller. He's rolling out to his left, dumps it off to a tight end. Can he break a tackle? He's not able to get away. And that's going to bring up fourth down and about eight. Decision time here. If from here, you're looking at a 54-yarder. Do you go for it? You know, you're no man's it's, land. You're no man's land, essentially, yeah. If that's a tough call because you either go for three or try to go for three, get points, or you, you give the Beavers about a good spot. So... Honestly, it's no man's land. And it, they are sending on their field goal kicker. This is going to be Adam Mihalik. Redshirt freshman has been a starter the whole year long, and this is going to be 53 officially. Six minutes to play, clock rolling in the first quarter. Beaver defense making a stand. Now Gators trying to get on the board. Kick is away, and the kick is no good. No good. He pushed it to the left. So Florida comes away with nothing. The Beaver defense makes a big stand. I think give credit to that, not just to the defense, but that research 12 man coming in Vegas, the crowd getting loud too. Was, that was really phenomenal. Taking 10 see. yards off the field goal essentially. Literally, and yeah. Ruining any hopes that Florida really had of converting on that third down. So now, Andres, this will be the second time the Beavers are going to get the ball. What are you looking to see differently after, you know, a kind of a – I don't want to say poor, uh, lackluster first drive. I would expect to see a lot more run plays happening just because the run play was happening and the one pass play that Oregon State attempted resulted in a, in a sack. So I, I would expect more run plays, but maybe Coletto gets in. We'll have to see where it goes from here. No score. I believe just over five minutes to play. Yeah, 549 to play in the first quarter. No score in the Las Vegas Bowl. It's going to be Beaver football from their own 30, uh, what were they in that last drive? 35. 35-yard 30, line. When we come back, don't go anywhere. You're listening to Beaver Football on KBVRFM. This is Mike Parker, the voice of the Beavers, and you're listening to KBVR Corvallis. KBVRFM would love to hear from you. Listeners can call into the station to request songs, ask what music is coming up, or just say hello. To call in, dial... 541-737-3737. That's 541-737-3737. Hope to hear from you soon. Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? 
We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. Calling all musicians. I repeat, calling all musicians. Are you a musician? Do you want your music played on KBVR's airwaves? Well, so do we. Our station is always looking for new ways to support artists. And what better way than letting our listeners hear your voice? Contact the KBVR music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to get your music on the radio. You rock, so let's let everybody know it. And welcome back inside of Allegiant Stadium at the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. No score, 549 to play in the first quarter. Beavers have gotten two stops on defense. Florida was able to pick up three first downs. Beavers forced a missed field goal, and now the Beavers are back on offense from their own 35-yard line. Ben Branson under center, single back set. They're going to motion Josiah Irish. Martinez, I believe, is the halfback. Silas Bolden is the wide receiver out to the left. Got a tight end there as well. They're going to motion Irish, and they're going to give it to Irish on an end around. Gets a good block from Bolden, but he wasn't able to get past the block from Jack Velling. Does get a promising gain of about four and a half. We see Irish a lot on that jet sweep play. He's really good at it. He's really he's a good pump returner. He's a speedy receiver. So that jet sweep was really good, but props to the Florida defense reading on that play. We'll have to see what they do next here. So that's going to bring up second down and six for Oregon State. 5.20 to play in the first quarter. Beavers, that was looking for their first first down of the football game. Looking for their first completed pass of the game as well. Only their fifth play from scrimmage right here. Jack Coletto in at fullback. They're going to give to Damian Martinez following behind Jack Coletto. Pretty good defense from Florida that time. Allowed three. It's going to bring up a third down situation. That was Derek Wingo for Florida with the tackle there. That was Deshaun Fenwick, pardon me. <laughs> Ben, do you think it's possible that Oregon State doesn't pass any more, uh, pass the ball anymore? Uh, as I was saying pregame, there's no way that they're going to have to pass. Although this one is a handoff to Fenwick. He's awfully close. Gets out oh, to nice. about the 45, and I think he's there. Yeah, the refs saying he got it. They are telling him to move the chains, much like that play against Oregon on third down and one for a few weeks ago. Fenwick has been injured a lot of the year. Great to see him have that huge game against Oregon and now make it an impact early as well. In comes John Dunmore for Oregon State. We know he has an arm. He threw for it. almost a touchdown pass against Boise State, so we have to see where this goes from here. Dunmore, consensus four-star out of high school. Beavers really trying to help him get more involved in this game and next season. Gobranson fakes the handoff. Now raise, low, rolls out on a bootleg. He's got all day to throw. Fires looking for Silas. Bolden, Bolden leaps and he makes the catch in the red zone at the 20-yard line of Florida. 21-yard line, I should say. Bolden went airborne. Oh, my goodness. He dove for that ball. Able to come down with it, broke free from his route, got open space, gets a first down and more for Oregon State. Puts him on the red, in the end zone, red zone. That's a good throw from Ben Branson. That's a catch. really good throw. Good throw and good catch. They can go together sometimes. Remember, Bolton, he's only 5'8", doesn't have a whole lot of length that will have guys like Isaiah Hodgins, 6'4", from two years ago from the Beavers has. But, man, is he athletic. And here's the pitch to Damian Martinez. He gets rocked near the line of scrimmage. No gain. I'm so surprised about that catch, man. That was an amazing catch because he dove for it, broke free, and came down with possession. Little, but brother, here. little brother Victor Bolden played many years in the NFL, and we have an injured Bieber on the play. That's Martinez. Martinez is down. 
Martinez is down on the plate. We were wondering when the run game would catch up to Oregon State, and he's down. He's yeah, he's down. On the and field you, right you, now. you can't help but also point out that he was injured against Oregon. He got a, broke off a 33-yard run in the rivalry game and couldn't play the rest of the game. The Beers had to rely, and they did it phenomenally, on Deshaun Fenwick, Isaiah Newell. Both had fantastic games and a huge credit to the offensive line. But, you know, true freshman, uh, Pac-12 freshman offensive player of the year. He's been, I think he might have gotten first team all Pac-12. I think he did. Yeah, he did. he did. So absolutely phenomenal talent. You just hope that he's okay right now. Yeah, definitely he's down on the field. And we are going to take a quick break. We got three minutes, 29 seconds to play in the first quarter, but the Beavers are in the red zone. They've got to have second and nine at Florida's 20-yard line. When we return, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. After a long day of work, I don't want elevator music. I want to hear something loud. Too slow. Nah, too soft. Now that's more like it. KBVR Rock Radio, 5 to 7 a.m., 3 to 5 p.m. Nobody rocks harder. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the bassist for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR-FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. The Really Really Free Market is a mutual aid community event that is putting a focus on decommodifying resources people need to survive. Clothing, food, hygiene products, and more are available. Find them at the SEC Plaza on the OSU campus Fridays from noon to 4 p.m. to donate or receive items. You do not need to donate to receive essential goods. To learn more, visit their Instagram at RRFM Corvallis. Hey Beavers, do you ever feel like not walking to class or work or anywhere on the Oregon State campus? The Beaver Bus is a free on-campus transportation service that runs Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., and operates on several routes throughout the year. To find out more information, visit transportation.oregonstate.edu. That's transportation.oregonstate.edu. Happy riding! This is DJ Shark Attack, and you're listening to KBVR Corvallis, your campus radio station. Welcome back inside of Allegiant Stadium. So Martinez has just been taken off the field. Unfortunately, it looks, it looks like he might have been holding his collarbone. He was clutching. He, was, he looked like in pain. He was clutching his collarbone. So hope he's all right. Really hope he's a he's a great guy, and we really hope that if he can't come back this game, it won't be super long term. Hopefully, the Beavers are gonna looks like at least for the time being. We'll get an update later. Gonna have to rely on Isaiah Newell, Newell, who's in the game right now, as well as Deshaun Fenwick. That is one of the Beavers' strengths. Such a deep running back group. So the Beavers come out, um, they got a yard on that last play. It's second down and nine for Oregon State. From the Florida 20-yard line, they're in the red zone. Four receivers set. Gobranson takes the snap. Gobranson feels the pressure, fires over the middle, and making the catch and getting absolutely rocked near the sticks is Silas Bolden, the second big catch on this drive. Silas Bolden is, I think he's he's Move the chains. Trayshawn Harrison, who's the leading receiver, 
Silas Bolden is making his mark on this Oregon State offense. He absolutely seems to be utilizing this opportunity, and Fenwick is coming into the game right now for Isaiah Newell. Dunmore coming off as well. Two incredible catches in just three plays, and I can't believe he held on to that one. Yeah, he, he got rocked on that play, but he's still kicking right so in. So the Beavers don't have first and goal. They can get a first down at the one-yard line, inside the one. First down and 10 from the 11. They're going to give it to Deshaun Fenwick up the middle, squeezes through a bit of a hole inside the 10 to the 8. It'll bring up second and 7. So back to the run play for Oregon State. And Fenwick's going to have to be... Well, it was Fenwick at first was the main guy for Oregon State rushing yards. Now it's Martinez, but with Martinez out, Fenwick has to re, re step back into that role for rushing leader for Oregon State. In comes Newell for the Beavers. 2.20 left to play. Yep, Isaiah Newell, Newell back in the game. They're going to do a run-heavy set fake to Newell. They're going to do an end around to Bolton. Bolton trying to catch the edge. He needs one more block, and he dives towards the end zone, and he's in. Touchdown, Beavers. They draw first blood in the Vegas Bowl. What a drive from Silas Bolden. My goodness. What a play from Silas Bolden. That jet sweep. Able to get around, follow his blocker, his main blocker, Brandon Kipper. Gets a touchdown for Oregon State. And the crowd was electric on that play. You know, and uh, the play was designed really well. You get Newell in the game, do a handoff to him, fake handoff to him, and do a little pitch to Bowen running behind. He's got blockers out in front, one of the fastest players probably in college football. Very dynamic, and he's found his way into the end zone. Great Beaver play calling on that drive. They executed everything they wanted to do, and now they're up 7 nothing with 2-10 to play in the first quarter. That was one heck of a, <laughs> a heck of a play call. You fake the handoff, which Ford is expecting, and you fake and do a jet sweep play, reverse jet sweep, get the ball all the way around. And yeah, that was a good touchdown for Oregon State. Really good way to start off. It took almost the entire first quarter to get a touchdown, but it was well worth it in the end for the Beavers. Because we know that we know that Florida has been watching film ever since the Beavers just manhandled Oregon on the ground in that rivalry game. And you know that Florida's going to be expecting the run, and so the Beavers kind of playing mind games a little there. Instead of just handing it off, they're doing something where they're faking it and pitched it to Bolden. And remember, they got Irish as well, not just Bolden. They got they got multiple options. They could even give it to Tyjon Lindsay, which they've course, done yeah. before. So the Beavers, very dynamic on offense, and that's why they're ranked number 14. They got a good team all around. There's a plethora of talent on this Oregon State roster. Using big words here, Ben. Plethora of talent for Oregon State. Got a very experienced team, especially why they expect nothing less than to win this Las Vegas Bowl and end the season 10-3. and Everett Hayes kicks this off. ETN lets it go. Another touchback, and we got a little bit of uh, John going on after the play. No flags. Florida will start from their 25. There's always a knot on the play. Just those little <laughs> those blocking plays. But yeah, now Ford has a chance to at least get some points on the board. And, oh, excuse us, looking back at the touchdown replay, it was Lindsey, Tajon Lindsey, not Tyler. Ah, Lindsey. funny that I mentioned Tajon Lindsey. <laughs> there we so, go. It's number one risen and number seven. So you <laughs> got to forgive us there for not seeing the tail on that number. Either way, Oregon State scored. So still, We, a we, got, we got that right. And a fantastic <laughs> drive for Silas Bolden, whether or not he was the man who carried it in. It was, Bol it was uh, Lindsey who carried it in. Great drive from the Beavers up 7-0. First down and 10 for the Gators from their own 25 looking to strike back. Montrell Johnson in the game at halfback. Four receivers in the slot. They fake the handoff to Montrell Johnson. Rolling out on a bootleg is Jack Miller firing towards the sideline. And I think the catch is made for a first down. It is at the 40-yard line by Ty, Ty Jukeo Bowman. His first catch of the game goes for 15 and a first down for Florida. That was good coverage by Ryan Cooper Jr. It was. Good throw by Jack Miller. Good throw by that too, yeah. 
Definitely, yeah, really good coverage there, wrapped up. Shaqeo Bowman has been used limitedly this season, but in the last few weeks, he's really become an important part of this offense, especially now that you have Shorter and Dejon out of the game. First down and 10 for the Florida Gators from their own 40-yard line. Johnson stays in the game at halfback. They motion Xavier Henderson. Jack Miller takes the snap. Jack Miller hands it off to the halfback. Johnson, who's got nowhere to go, is going to be second and 10. He ran into a wall of black and orange. Ran into a wall of beavers from Oregon State. So it's looking like the running running game isn't working too much for Florida, but the passing game is, which is which is kind of the opposite for Oregon State because the rush game is working, but not so much the passing game. Yeah, and you know when you got a good front seven like the Beavers have something they haven't had every year, they really do this year, and you got a good secondary too. But I think Florida knows they can't just run the ball, and they're trying to use their talent at wideout to to try and you know move the ball, and they've been doing that on the in the air. Miller takes the snap. He's got all day to throw. Fires across his body looking for Ricky Pearsall. He makes the catch short of the sticks. Good for eight yards. Going to bring up second down and two. I believe that's a third reception for Ricky Pearsall. That's his third, yeah. Robinson with the with the tackle there. But Pearsall came up slowly. He was kind of holding his leg, clutching up. So we'll have to see how that uh, how that plays into factor. Let's see if he's going to stay on the field here. He is going to stay on the field coming to the slot. That's a good sign. 45 seconds left to play first quarter. The Beaver faithful, just like it's Reeser, Becoming the Oregon State 12th man. Third down and two for Florida near midfield from the or from their own 48-yard line. Miller takes the snap. Miller hands off to Johnson. Johnson's got a big hole. Johnson's got a first down and more. Johnson tries to plow over a man. Couldn't get by Oladapo, but he's got a big first down run to the Oregon State 38-yard line. Oladapo saved that touchdown. That would that would have been a touchdown easily. Um, Montel Johnson ran away, broke free. Luckily, Katana Oladapo was there to tackle him and stop him, which saved from a touchdown. Montreal Johnson has been a force this year for the Florida Gators. Johnson coming into this game, 827 yards and 10 touchdowns. And that will do it for the first quarter here in Las Vegas. Oh, boy, I don't know about you, but I am pumped up for these next three quarters. Oh, just so based on I, how man. exciting that first one was. This is going to be a good game, a really defensive battle. Offense starting to pick it up. I think we're in for a good game, Ben. I mean, bowl games are good for a reason. They're great for a reason. you got two teams who should be in the, are the same ballpark of one another, and you earn it to get there. Only good teams get to go to bowl games. And we got a just maybe on the outside of being ranked Florida versus 14th ranked Oregon State. It's number... Sorry, pardon me. Seven nothing. Number fourteen. Oregon State leads Florida after one in the SRS distribution Las Vegas Bowl. When we return, Florida is going to have first and ten from the Beaver thirty-eight. They're trying to march and tie this game up. We will be right back. You're listening to Beaver Football on KBVR FM. KBVR FM would love to hear from you. Listeners can call into the station to request songs, ask what music is coming up, or just say hello. To call in, dial. 541-737-3737. That's 541-737-3737. Hope to hear from you soon. Hi, I'm Naomi. I'm the editor-in-chief of Damn Chic Magazine. And I'm Shia, and I'm the assistant editor of Damn Chic Magazine. And we're back with OSU's Fashion Talk. Let's get into it. Well, first we have Sharon, striding to class in some classic gray sweatpants, wide frame glasses, and of course, a nice coffee. I love the look. Is that Eric? He's totally sporting basketball shorts and slides. That is Eric. Look at him go. What a classic and comfy pair. Whether you wear sweatpants or trousers to class, Damn, Damn Chic, Chic has, has a place, place for you. you. And if you want to stay up to date with all things style, follow us on your favorite social media, at Damn Chic Magazine. Stay chic. If you're a student, 
you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. And welcome back to the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. You're listening to Beaver Football on KBVRFM, just ready to start the second quarter of action here in Vegas. And it's just an incredible matchup to watch. The Florida Gators versus the 14th-ranked Oregon State Beavers. By the way, this is the Beavers' first time being ranked in a bowl game since 2012 in the Alamo Bowl against Texas. And so far, both teams are not lacking any motivation. Oh, definitely not. And Oregon State, this bowl particular, this is their third time in the SRS Las Vegas Bowl. Last time it was in 2009, they got beat by BYU 44-20, to but in 2003-1 by a score of 55-14 to against New Mexico. So they're looking for their second win in program history. So looking, second win here. So looking to get that positive, that winning record in the city of Las Vegas. Off to a good start so far, but Florida is threatening. The last couple drives, Florida has figured out a way to move the ball. First down and 10, that's got to be something, and it's a false start. Yeah, I, was, false I start. think that might have been everyone but the center right there because <laughs> it seems like all their linemen win except one. It looks like it, yeah, it's just definitely. They're officially going to call it on number seven. Dude. Yep, which is the center. Oh, is it? No, it's not. Okay. 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 I, I thought it was. Okay. <laughs> Seems like there was more than just one guy who moved there. But anyways, that actually gives me a chance. It's going to be second and 15. Jack Miller having a pretty efficient through the air. He's 6 of 9 for 68 yards. So he's hit Ricky Pearsall multiple times. By the way, Ricky Pearsall, three catches for 37 yards. So Florida has found a way to move the ball. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Now first and 15 for Florida. It's going to move them back. Every time Florida's gotten down here, both times, they've been moving backwards. That's got to change for them. They're going to motion Ricky Pearsall. Miller takes the snap of the halfback behind him. Pearsall step, rather than Miller steps up, and he's going to try to get away. Gets out to the 40-yard line on the quarterback keeper. Close to the original line of scrimmage. Give him four to bring up second and 11. That was Jack Coletta with the tackle there, who won the, who won the award for the most versatile player in the country. And that's the proven that they just got a, got a tackle right there. And not only is he ta- a man of many talents, not only is he good at everything, but I got the pleasure of talking with him last week in an interview. Just a great guy. And I'm hoping he's got gets a great performance here in his last game for the Orange and Black, he, a program he's done so much for. Miller takes the snap, hands it off, left side, nowhere to go. Montrell Johnson buried up at and tackled at the 39-yard line, maybe more like the 40. That's no game. Right around there, yeah. He ran into a C of black and orange stopped by Coletto initially then Ryan Cooper Jr. came in and then Achille Arnold came in so back-to-back plays from Jack Coletto we've been talking about it uh, definitely yeah now it's third and 11 here's the 12th Florida. man he is the 12th man <laughs> we have to see what happens here getting loud down here the Beavers are trying to hustle a DB to the far side of the field from the 40-yard line of Oregon State it's third down and 11 they're gonna go empty backfield out of the Gators Jack Miller 
First time starting quarterback in the gun. He's under a lot of pressure. Showing good mobility. Gets away from one man. Can't get away from a tackle from behind. Dragged down by the laces. Picks up just two on the scramble. They're in no man's land again. It's a 53-yarder. Same place they were Another last one, time. Yeah. Man, can we talk a little bit? Miller showed great mobility. Coletto was able to get him eventually. So Coletto has made three tackles on three plays back to back to back. And, of course, Florida's going for it here because they missed last time. Call him the Swiss Army knife for a reason. And so Miller, it did say in his scouting report that he can be very frustrating for opposing defenses. He's a great pocket passer, and the guy can move. Beaver's showing some pressure on fourth down. Pressure coming. Miller rolling out. Jaden Grant's chasing behind him. Throws across his body. Almost intercepted. It's incomplete. Would have been well short of the sticks. Actually, it's probably a good thing he didn't pick back. So he would have lost a couple of yards. Would have Jaden Robinson playing in the place of Rajon Wright. The Beavers get a fourth down stop, and still they've bent. They have not broken. That was Jaden Grant with the blitz there for Oregon State. And when Jaden Grant doesn't blitz that much, when he does, it's very, very effective. And props to Trent Bray for calling that play at the right time on that fourth and eight to turn the ball over for Oregon State. I've especially been thinking that Trent Bray, over the last three games, including this one, especially the Oregon game, called a really good game defensively for this Oregon State defense, showing a lot of different looks, sometimes sending pressure, sometimes just trying to confuse the defense. But he knows his weapons. He's utilizing it all very well. And Florida, the Gators of the SEC, still are not on the board despite having 33 more total yards than Oregon State. The Beavers lead it 7 to nothing. And Andres and I will be right back after these messages. The Beavers are going to have the ball at their own 33. We will be right back. Listen to Beaver Football on KBVR-FM. Is photography your passion or something that you like to do for fun? OMN is looking for photographers to help capture breaking news, cover sporting events, and tell the stories of the people here in the greater Corvallis community. Any photography skill level is accepted and welcomed. For more information on the photo team, visit orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. That's orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. Calling all musicians. I repeat, calling all musicians. Are you a musician? Do you want your music played on KBVR's airwaves? Well, so do we. Our station is always looking for new ways to support artists. And what better way than letting our listeners hear your voice? Contact the KBVR music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to get your music on the radio. You rock, so let's let everybody know it. And welcome back to the Las Vegas Bowl. I'm Ben Paul alongside Andres De Los Santos. And Andres, the Beavers have bent a little. They haven't broken on defense. They had a fantastic last drive utilizing Silas Bowen, Tajon Lindsay, and of course, a little bit of the running game. But they lead 7 nothing right now. And can we just talk about from the next drive how great this bowl atmosphere is, how special of an experience this is, you know, playing almost in the new year and a great opportunity against a very storied program. I think the Beavers, you know, they're, they're bringing everything they got, and I think that everyone's loving it. You're playing in a, a quality opponent against in a quality stadium. I think it can't get better than that. And so, yeah, I think Beavers are really appreciative of this opportunity. And so are we. But we've got to see what we're going to say offense is going to pick up from here. If the Beavers can pick up where they left off on their last drive, and you got to think if they can take a two-score lead. Remember in the, in the L.A. Bowl last year, they were up 7 to nothing. And Tristan Jebby is in for the Beavers. No way. Yes. He... Tristan Jebby is in for Oregon Andres, State. you're a saint because I didn't even realize that. <laughs> Jebby is in for the Beavers, and unfortunately we've got – 
A false start? Well, Jebbia's homecoming was cut short <laughs> because of a false start play. Well, it looks like he's staying in. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Yeah, he is. He's getting the call from the sideline. So everybody, thanks to the good eye of my incredible partner, Andres, <laughs> we've realized that Tristan Jebbia is now in the game for the Beavers. We'll try to get an update on that. But Jebbia, we love to see him. And Jebbia is going to hand it off to Deshaun Fenwick. He does get past the line of scrimmage. Plows forward for three, going to bring up second and 12 because we had a false start penalty. Now we know Jebbia was the third string quarterback behind Chance Nolan, Goldmanson, and himself. But when Nolan entered the transfer portal, it was up to Jebbia to become the second to back a quarterback because he has the most experience so out of the quarterback room. Hopefully, Jebbia is able to do incredible here, but just want to point out if Ben is really hurt, the Beavers have to go to true freshman Travis Throckmorton. But Jebbia in the game right now. It's second down and 12. This is going to be his first meaningful pass in a while. He fires, got a man open, and that's a hospital ball, but it will get them some yardage complete. Do John Dunmore hanging on, a guy playing like he wants more reps next season. Gain of three. It's going to bring up third and nine. Justice Boone rocked uh, John Dunmore for against State. But, yeah, that was a meaningful pass for Jebbia, and shout out to Dunmore for holding on to that ball. That was a hard – look at that hard tackle. Just feet were elevated and everything. Absolutely, and uh, – I will point out that in game time, I saw Jebbia warming up a lot more than he normally does. Maybe there is some complications with Ben Gobranson today. It is a little weird after he led the touchdown drive, but we'll see. And after he made a couple nice throws. Third down and nine for Oregon State. They're at their own 36-yard line. Tight end Jack Velling almost moved too early. He's under pressure. It's Jebbia. He throws to a tight end Velling, and we do not have any flags in the field. Velling thought he was held, and that's going to bring up fourth down and nine. I think he was going for Silas Bolden, he was, who tried to break free. He aimed towards the sideline, towards Velling, but I don't think he was aiming for Velling necessarily. Might have been for Bolden, but either way, it's fourth down for Oregon State. And looking at the uh, replay there, I don't I don't think there was a whole lot of P.I. No, there was not. It was a good no call. Good job. I like it when the refs let him play a little bit. Yes, exactly. So we're going to see Luke Locher for the second time today. 7-0 Oregon State leads in the Las Vegas Bowl. 11 minutes, 40 seconds left to play in the second quarter. Locher boots it away. Returning will be Pearsall. And Pearsall calls for a fair catch, makes it at the 11-yard line. I don't think we're going to go to a break here since that was a three-and-out drive-in. You know, Andres, I think we have to talk about the quarterback change. This is interesting. I, do you think – I'm not sure if Goldberg's hurt or if he's taking a break, but Jebby is in, that, that's, 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 that's all that matters. That's all he's that matters, in. yeah. It's easier, of course. And we do know that Smith has a lot of respect for Jebbia. Even though Jebbia was essentially benched for Nolan, Jebbia and Smith have so much respect for each other. Jebbia loves the program. Even in an article, he said that he's here, here to stay. He wants to build from the ground up. So tough. When he beat Oregon a few years ago, but sacrificed his body to do it, got a really bad hamstring injury that needed surgery for repair. So, Flores taking over again. First down and 10 from their 12. Here's the handoff to ETN. ETN picks up maybe a yard, doesn't have a lot of room. The Oregon State run defense has penetrated really well. It's going to be second and nine. So, in for the Beavers comes Ryan Cooper Jr. Yeah, that was Katana Oladapo with the, with the play, um, excuse me, with the play to break up the tackle there. Uh, one interesting thing with these Florida running backs, other than Etienne and Johnson, who are both talented backs, that's it, because two other backs, Naquan Wright, who had quite a few carries this year, he hit the portal. So, actually, if, if Florida has to use any other running backs, it's going to be a walk-on. 
So something to keep in mind. They're going to motion a wide receiver. Miller fakes it to that wide receiver who's Xavier Henderson. Now Miller in trouble, escapes one sack. He's rolling out to his right, looking like Caleb Williams here. Throws, and it's incomplete. Yeah, incomplete. Miller ran into his own guy there, to offensive lineman, able to break free. And Isaac Hodgins and Sione Lolohea try to get the tackle, but to no avail. But regardless, it's incomplete. Third down for Florida. Yeah, and uh, got to give a lot of credit to Jack Miller, though. He's showing a lot of mobility out there. Again, you got, if you're a Beaver fan, think back to the USC game where he had so many chances at the quarterback, and Kyrie Fisher-Morris almost picked that up, but he was out of bounds. He caught the ball, but he landed out of bounds. Exactly. So. Good effort there. They are going to review it, okay, but I, review I don't it. think there's a whole lot to see here. Yeah, I'm not sure because he caught the ball. That's not a question. But was one, at least one foot in bounds from the replay. Let's say that both of you were out of bounds. So we'll have to see watching the replay right we'll now. We'll take a look right here. Again, good mobility, ability to throw on the right. He probably should have just thrown that one away to not risk this interception. Definitely. And, uh, yeah, his, his front foot is out. So even if he's was able to get a second foot down, that's still illegal touching. So Or it's not going to count. So this will be a, a, a pretty quick review. I imagine, Andres, I want to talk about the L.A. Bowl last year. You and I had the pleasure of doing that one as well. Um, Beavers are up 10-7 to at this point, and they score on their first drive. That was the only touchdown they would ever score, and right. their offense couldn't get going again. And now, you know, especially with a new quarterback coming in, how much do the Beavers worry right now? I mean, obviously you got a really talented roster, but it is food for, food for thought. I think it's – I would worry about it when – the offense is not working. So, obviously, defense right now is doing really good for Oregon State. Florida offense is still trying to find a rhythm to get into. I wouldn't worry about it too much right now. But, yeah, definitely last year, the only touchdown they scored. Oh, yeah, that's the ruling right here. Okay, yeah, so they called it incomplete. And that, that, is, the right, that is the right call, absolutely. That would have been unfortunate for Florida if it was a turnover because it's, like, right at the 20-yard that, line. That's what I was saying is Miller, you know, he's – obviously, we know he's an experienced – throw that one away. Instead of trying to sneak it in for two yards in a possible – Devastating interception. Throw that one into the fifth row. <laughs> You're Most outside definitely. the tackle box. <laughs> Most definitely. So with that, it is third down. Third and nine for Florida. 10.46 left, left to play in the first half, the second quarter to be specific. 7-0 Beavers, third and nine for the Gators. ETN is the halfback. Jack Miller from the shotgun takes the shotgun snap. Pressure's picked up well by Florida's offensive line. Now the time's running out. Jack Miller's going to try and use his legs. Can he get by Jack Coletto? He does get by Jack Coletto, but Coletto slowed him down just enough, and now he's tackled by a host of Beavers. It's going to bring up fourth down and four. Miller is able to break free away from the pocket, ran into Jack Coletto, and yeah, while Jack Coletto didn't get the tackle to, to like, he stop the play, him. he, he able to slow him down stop him, which allowed Isaac Hodges and Sandra Lohea to come in for the tackle. Even if he, he didn't technically make the tackle, he made the play. He made the play, yes, exactly. And uh, I was actually impressed for... That Miller was actually able to avoid Coletto for as long as he was because, you know, there's a size difference between the two. It's quarterback oh, yeah. and linebacker. And now on to punt again for Florida is Crenshaw. Almost blocked again. Beers are getting some pretty good pressure. There's Irish trailing back to his own 26-yard line. Irish is going to try to run outside the hash marks. He's got good speed. Is that a block in the back? No, it's not. Josiah Irish, he ran a long way for an 11-yard return, but he does get out to the 32-yard line. So I'm not sure if you noticed this, Ben, but on punts, Oregon State special teams, they're sending a lot more rushers towards the punter instead of putting more people back to cover the punt. So I think that shows a lot of faith in the Oregon State special teams to block the punt and get a turnover. So that's Jake Cookus for special teams coordinator for Oregon State. Long-time special teams coordinator Jake Cookus, by the way. He was on that Oregon State Fiesta Bowl team in 2001. He picked off Joey Harrington three times 
in the top 10 rivalry game to get the Beavers to the Fiesta Bowl. So a very storied history for Jake Cookus. And Andres, uh, I think one thing to talk about, of course, is Jebby going to come back out there again? I think, you know, I want to be surprised. And that's something that, you know, Gobranson's been Beavers quarterback for a lot, a lot of weeks now. And so got to be ready for anything, really. Of course, yeah. Do you think that – do you think maybe Jebby is coming in because this could be his final game as a Beaver? And maybe it's a it's a backup. Right? Maybe how – how should I put this? Maybe Oregon State is making sure that injuries are limited as much as possible. With Mar- when Martinez went down, I guess that opened their eyes as well. So I have to see how the rest of this game plays out. You but know, Jebby's on the zone. You do make a good point. I don't think that Smith would send him in there if he wasn't fully confident. Of course, yeah. Interest in Jebbia. But it is just interesting to see that he was warming up more in the pregame. And then directly after an Oregon State touchdown drive, it's not like Goldbranson had been struggling or anything. He just no. made a couple of big throws. Could never know. Remember, he did get sacked earlier in the game. Because Ben, he's on the field right now. Goldbranson's on the field right now throwing to uh, one of the receivers. I can't tell. I think that's Martinez. Oh, no, excuse me. That's Fenwick. But Goldbranson's healthy. He's, he's, he's throwing the ball. He's looking good, feeling good. So I, I'm, I'm going to just guess that having Jebby in the game is a game plan. It could be. I'm going to check. Uh, I'm going I'm I'm to assume bit. because if Goldbranson's feeling good enough to throw the football, he's not in a medical tent, I think he's fine. I think Jebby is just getting some reps in. But we'll have to see how this goes. I think he's doing fine. Could be very interesting to see. Yeah, we don't have a lot of updates other than just that Jebby. I think it's game plan related. I think it's part of the game plan. It very much could be, and we know that Jebbia is a talented quarterback who can do a lot. Led the Beavers to that big win over Oregon, along with the host of his receivers and strong will from Oregon State in that game. But the Beavers, they've got a 7 nothing lead, but you got to keep in mind, they're being outgained on total yards right now. Yeah, they're being, what is it? Florida has 103 total yards, while Oregon State has only 71. Jebbia's still in. Jebbia's, yeah. <laughs> so Jebbia's back in the game for Oregon State. So we have 9.52 to play in the second quarter. Oregon State 7, Florida nothing. First and 10 Beavers from their own 30-yard line. Tristan Jebbia stays in the game again to Sean Fenwick at halfback. Martinez hasn't returned. Florida jumped off sides. This is the free play for Tristan Jebbia, who's going to take a shot down the sideline looking for John Dunmore. And that's great coverage, but it was a free play. We're seeing two players who really haven't shine for Oregon State, really shining right now. We have Tristan Jebby at quarterback, John Dunmore in, because when, when he's in the receiver, he's mostly blocking or throwing the ball like we saw at Boise or, State. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I guess here, we're seeing these players start to shine and be utilized a lot more. No Anthony Gould could be a really big factor in this football game. Definitely. Which, of course, probably why Beavers are using more of John Dunmore, who was a four-star from Penn State. He's a transfer. Now Jack Coletto's in the game. It's first down and five, so you got to think this could be a running situation. And this is a screen pass out to Bolden, I believe. Bolden tries to cut up field. Well, he doesn't get the first. He gets four, and it's going to bring up second and one. Still a good situation to be in for the Beavs. Another catch for Silas Bolden this third of the game. Interesting bit from Oregon State where they left Bolden out to the left, but no blockers. He was on his own, which makes sense because it was a quick, it was a short play. But so with that, you risk a turnover, you risk something, you risk a negative yardage. So... Interesting way for Morgan State, so we'll have to see how it plays out from here. 9.20 to play 
Second quarter, 7-0. The 14-ranked Beavers lead the Gators. Second and three for the Beavers from their own 39-yard line. Tristan Jebbia still in at quarterback. Here's the handoff, and that's a first down run for Deshaun Fenwick. Slips his way to the 45-yard line. Brought down there, gain of six. And here comes the Beaver first down song. Jebbia, of course, one of the team captains for Oregon State. I think one of the senior team captains for Oregon State as well. You know, I don't mean to speculate too much, Andres, but it's not impossible that after the rivalry game where the Beavers dominated on the ground with just 60 passing yards, maybe Smith has more confidence in Jebby because he's seen him throw for 300 yards before. But then again, Brent had a great last drive that he yeah. was in the game. So, you know, I, I think we're going to stop guessing. We're just going to call it. <laughs> First down and 10. They're going to motion a tight end. Jack Velling, I believe that's Fenwick in the game. Jebby dropped, dropped the ball. He picks it up. Now he's being chased down from behind, and he is sacked. That's a big stinger for Oregon State. Was that an announcer jinx, Ben? <laughs> I don't believe in jinxes, so I'm going to say no, but that's a loss of 12. Loss of 12, Brutal. Oregon State, yeah. But back to Jebbia. But good, good on Jebbia to get the ball, recover it, and at least a sack is better than a turnover. So there's that in that respect. But second and 22. But yeah, like you mentioned, Jebbia was the main quarterback for Oregon State during that 2020 year, and he did good then. So I guess now it, uh, Smith is trying to channel Jebbia to bring that self back. So after the after the uh, loss, it's second down and the length of the strip. And Jebbia takes the snap and looks to throw. Fires a little hitch route to a tight end. That'll get some of the yards back. Pickup of about 10 to Jack Velling. Jack Velling, the tight end for Oregon State. Really didn't go. Once Luke Musgrave went down and was out, Velling really stepped up and became the, the go-to tight end for Oregon State. Absolutely. You see that breakout game against Arizona State. It's when he really was able to start getting it going. But the Beavers still way behind the sticks here at 3rd and 13. More manageable than 3rd and 22. Absolutely. And uh, Oregon State, you know, they might have to air it out here or something because it's an obvious passing play. You'd think 7-15 to play first half. Jebbia takes the snap. Jebbia rolls out to his right. Doesn't have a lot of where to go. He's going to have to throw across his body. A flag flies in. That will be pass interference. Drawing it is Tyjon Lindsay. I believe that was Trey Dean the third. Hookah's call for pass interference. It's tough for him because that ball wasn't super catchable, but he made play nonetheless. When your head's down, you can't see the ball. Here's folks on coverage, and he committed a PI. Excuse me, that was Jadarius Perkins who committed the foul for Florida. But yeah, that's got to be tough. It was third and 12. You need one more play, you get the ball back, and you give the Beavers a first down, which is an offense that's on fire, which is good because Jebby gets the ball back. He lets them to kind of re regather his thoughts. So the Beavers got to get bailed out a little there on a third down and 12. It's going to keep the drive going for Tristan Jebbia and the Beaver offense. It's the Beaver defense pitching. Okay, you just got me for a jinx, but I'm just going to say they're pitching. <laughs> they have not allowed any points so far. Right, right, right. First down and 10 for the Beavers after the pass interference penalty drawn by Tajon Lindsay. They're in Florida territory at their 43. They're going to hand it off to Deshaun. Fenwick breaks outside. Fenwick down the sideline, 30, trying to cut up the angle, 20, 15, and they're going to bring him out at the 12-yard line. What a run from Deshaun Fenwick. Fenwick is really stepping into his role as rushed for Oregon State. That was a wide-open play. He ran to his left, and he was running on by Dr. Defender. Able to get about 20 yards on that play, takes him to the what the 12, I want to say the 12 yard line, 
excuse me, 13 yard line for yeah, Oregon State. Yeah, and you State. know Fenwick, he's, he's a back that shows great vision, physicality, and he's got good speed for a back of his size. Was able to bounce outside there. Good job from the offensive line. Great play from Oregon State. First down and 10 from the 14 of Florida. They motion Jack Billing into the fullback slot. They're going to do a little pitch to, uh, is that Jem Griffin? That's Jem Griffin. Jem Griffin yeah. picks up two yards, brought up down at the 12. Running back roulette for Oregon State. Running back. Well, we are in Las Vegas. <laughs> Running back roulette for Oregon State. <laughs> that was an accidental accidental joke, but I like it. Uh, Oregon State, just kind of what we had to see against Oregon, especially once Martinez went down. You know, we saw Newell. We saw Jam Griffin. We saw a lot of Deshaun Fenwick. It's just so – the Beavers are just so deep in this position. 5.52 to play in the first half. 7 nothing Beavers in what's so far a low-scoring game. Looks like a timeout's been called. Yes. We're going to see. So the Beavers call a timeout on the play. Beavers want to talk things over. They're in the red zone for the second time today. Their first red zone trip ended with a score. 7-0 Oregon State winding down to 548 left to play in the first half. Beavers in the red zone again looking to add to their lead when we return. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Beaver Football on KBVR-FM. Counseling and Psychological Services at OSU has expanded its services and now offers licensed, multilingual, and distanced mental health counseling 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. All you need to do is download an app called MySSP at OSU. You can connect through call, text, or video chat, whatever makes you feel most comfortable. Students can learn more by visiting the website beave.es anytime, anywhere. Any questions can be directed to Bonnie Hemrick by email at bonnie.hemrick at oregonstate.edu or over the phone by calling 541-737-2131. That's 541-737-2131. We understand the struggles you may be going through, and CAPS is here to help. Hey, Beavers. Do you ever feel like not walking to class, or work, or anywhere on the Oregon State campus? The Beaver Bus is a free on-campus transportation service that runs Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. and operates on several routes throughout the year. To find out more information, visit transportation.oregonstate.edu. That's transportation.oregonstate.edu. Happy riding! Want to get involved in public service announcements here at KBVR? We want people like you to share your diverse voices and perspectives on the airwaves. Whether you have an event to promote, a message for the public, or just something to say, don't hesitate to get involved. Students at OSU can be involved in any stage of the process, from writing to voice acting. No prior experience is required. For more information on how to get involved, don't hesitate to email the Productions Director at fm.productions at oregonstate.edu. Interested in getting paid to create lifestyle journalism? Beaver's Digest is a student lifestyle magazine that elevates voices and shares stories about the events, businesses, and people that impact the OSU and Corvallis communities. To get involved, send us a message on our Instagram at Beaver's Digest or visit us on the fourth floor of the Student Experience Center on the Oregon State campus. Welcome back inside of Allegiant Stadium. We are at the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. The Beavers lead 7-0 against the Gators with Tristan Jebbia in at quarterback. That's the biggest headline right now. It's the biggest headline because... We don't know. We don't think that um, Gobertson's hurt, but seeing Jebby play, it's kind of 
it's kind of a fresh feeling. It's nostalgic, isn't it's it? It's nostalgic because we haven't seen Jebbia play since the 2020. Well, he's had a couple snaps here and there, but actually play in a game since the 2020 season against Oregon. And I don't think there are going to be a lot of Beaver fans objecting to Tristan Jebbia being in this football game right now, no, no, given no, no. all that he's done for the program and how long he's stuck around and been such an incredible part of it. 7-0 Beavers, second down and nine, and here's the fake handoff. Jebby is looking to throw a screen pass that's complete to Tyjon Lindsay. Lindsay trying to get upfield, jukes inside the 10 to the nine, pick up of about four. Good pass there from Jebby to Tyjon Lindsay. And Ben, I was thinking earlier about what you said. Maybe Jebby is in because Smith wants to throw the ball more. That Which, could be it. That could be it, yeah. Not that Goldbertson is a, is a good passer, but Jebbia, like you said, he's thrown for 300 yards. He's had those big passing games. So maybe it's a switch up for Florida. Maybe because, like, especially because I, I doubt that the Oregon or Florida team studied Jebbia's tape, they studied Goldbertson's tape. And you also have to point out with Harrison out, you know that Jebbia has the better chemistry with guys like Tyjon Lindsay, Bolden, and Josiah Irish. Third down and six for Oregon State. Inside the 10 at the 9, Isaiah Newell's the halfback. Jebbia rolling out to his right, dumps it off. He's got a man, John Dunmore, but he's tackled. Dropped back at the 4-yard line. Looked like he would have a chance to go forward there, but he was pushed back. Going to bring up 4th down and Dun goal. Dunmore had the ball, yes. He was stopped by Florida. I want to say that was... Pardon me, that's not 4th and goal. They got 4th and a yard because they had a 1st down to get there, and I want to be surprised and right to the line. We know that Jebbia likes to sneak it. This would be a long way to sneak. Jebbia sneaks, and he's got it easily. But we have a flag. Nice sneak by Tristan Jebbia. Yes, there's a flag on the play. I'm not sure all 11 players got set on the Oregon State offense. Just the type of flag it might be, given the situation. So it would go, it would go from 4th and 1 to 4th and 6, which is so doable. And yeah, it does go. look like I'm right about that. Much to the chagrin of Beaver Nation. <laughs> now what's crazy is... Oregon State, they're still going to go for the touchdown, mainly because it's too close for a field goal. I know, I know you're a former kicker yourself, so you need to chip those shots. got to be a lot harder. So they're going to go for the uh, – oh, no, excuse me. No, no, it, it, it's a money field goal from here. The Beavers just had the impression that they could get it on fourth down and one, and they could. But now that not all 11 players were set, they're going to have no choice but to send out their field goal unit, get it by, 10, by uh, two scores. Hayes on to attempt. So there's four minutes and 37 seconds left to play in the second quarter. It's going to be 27-yard attempt. Not an easy angle. This one is from the right hash. Snap is down from Locher. Everett Hayes' kick is up. Looks plenty good from here, and it is plenty good. 10-0. The Beavers add to their lead. Drive orchestrated largely by Tristan Jebbia, and they're up 10 to nothing. So, Ben, a low-scoring game. Only 10 points in the first two quarters. But a lot of action. Yeah, Florida's been in the in plus territory multiple times now. I think both sides have shined on defense, offense, specialty teams has had multiple almost blocked punts, but what a game so far for both teams. I think this is I think the commissioners of the Las Vegas Bowl picked a good matchup because these teams are so evenly matched. Despite the records, despite the players, these teams are so evenly matched up. And I think that just this game is really a testament to just these players and as well. Jack Miller for the Florida Gators, he has impressed me a little bit so far. I just think that they need to finish, learn how to finish drives a couple of times they've stalled out. Of course. One missed field goal, then they didn't get it on fourth down from the Beaver 36-yard line. I think I speak for all of us when I say the quarterbacks have impressed us with Miller kind of stepping into his role, doing really good, and Jebbia coming in for the Beavers, which nobody expected. 
I think I think that really shows the quarterbacks um, are impressing us here. And Bengal Branson is still Stadium. throwing on the sideline as Everett Hayes kicks this one away to ETN. ETN is going to take this one out for the first time. Grabs it at the three and he is out across the 15. Out across the 20 and he's brought down at the 26-yard line. That was Kalena there with the tackle there to stop ETN. Been making tackles on all sorts of players. Today. Making tackles, making players. So I want to point something out too. Very rarely does Everett Hayes kick the ball within the one and the two yard line. It's mostly touchbacks. So if it's, this is the first touchback of the game, and it's I'm not touchback, first return allowed in the game, and it's only the second quarter. Yeah, and um, Beaver coverage team has been pretty solid at most times this year, as well in the final game of the season. Beavers trying to get that tenth win. They're up ten nothing on the Florida Gators right now. First down and 10 for the Gators from their own 26. Here's a handoff to Montreal Johnson. Johnson gets ro rocked, stood up, and brought down by four Beavers. No gain. Swallowed up by Omar Spates and Jaden Grant, two seniors on the Oregon State football team. Omar Spates is pondering a return next season. Of course, Beaver hopefuls hoping for that, of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah, of course. I want to point out, Jaden Grant had the chance to go to the draft or to leave Oregon State, but he decided to come back. Unfinished business. I think it speaks for it right here. Absolutely. And he wants to end his career with a bowl win that he has not had. Miller in trouble, and he's brought down from behind. Oh, my goodness. Pardon my volume there. Coming out of nowhere was Andrew Chatfield. Really snuck up on Jack Miller to make a big sack. Chatfield was pumped up. He had a break coverage, and oh, my gosh. I mean, that, was a, that was a hard tackle there by... By Chatfield, surprising and fumble it. Yeah, because Miller, I don't think he saw him coming off the blind side. And it was the blind side, yeah. And I think that's the first sack for the Beavers, believe it or not. Even though all the tackles for last they have, that's honestly, the first sack. yeah, that is the first sack for Oregon State for any team. Real, oh no, for Oregon State. Yeah, yeah, Florida had one on the first drive again. First flat sack for the Beavers. Twelfth man in this majority Oregon State Allegiant Stadium on their feet right now. It's third and a mile. They're going to hand it off and getting absolutely nowhere. Maybe a yard is Montreal Johnson. And the Beavers, not much going wrong for them right now. They're up by 10, and now they just got a stop that's going to set up fourth down and long. That sack by Chaffer really helped a lot because it pushed them back even further. Now, what's good about this, it's fourth and 20. Oregon State has a chance to get a safety to block the punt. They've come close a couple times. They've come close twice. So we'll have to see what happens here, but it's easily doable. And it's crazy because Irish is the one returning the punts, but he's been notable to block punts as well. He blocked one, a punt in 2020 against California. So we'll have to see how that plays out as well. But yeah, this should be a good ball game. It gives Oregon State the ball back. Will Jebbia come in? Will Gorbinson come in? We have no idea. But either way, Oregon State gets the ball back. And I think we might have a timeout on the field here. We see Kefense Hinson talking to his return man, Josiah Irish. But now it looks like Florida's special teams unit is going to come back onto the field. And are we? No. Both teams are coming back onto the field. A little confusing because somebody's standing in the field of play right now. Yeah. Okay, it's a media timeout. Yeah, so. And we do, in fact, have okay, a full okay. media timeout. I was confused because the uh, Irish was going to run into the person in charge of the media timeout. So. I was going to say, not the safest place to be without any pads and helmets. Oh, yeah, most definitely. So. The Beavers get a stop. They face, they bring up fourth down and 20. Going to try to block or return a punt when we come back. The Beavers have a 10-0 lead here in Las Vegas with 2.55 to play in the first half. Beavers likely going to try to make this the last drive of the half and do it well. We'll be right back. 
Hey, this is Zach from Portugal, the man, and you listen to KBVR 88.7. Hey, Beavers. Did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. If you're struggling with academic success, Oregon State offers free academic coaching appointments for all OSU students. Unlike tutoring, academic coaching gives you the tools to better study and retain information in your classes. Success coaches will help you lock in your academic goals and develop strategies for you to achieve them. To make an appointment with an academic coach, email success at oregonstate.edu. That's success at oregonstate.edu. You aren't the only one struggling, and academic coaches are here to help. <sighs> hey, Beavers, let's talk about sleep. Did you know two-thirds of students experience extreme drowsiness in class and that poor sleep habits can negatively impact your GPA? It's recommended to get between seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. Blue light emitted from electronic devices hinders the production of melatonin, the hormone that readies you for sleep. If you have trouble falling asleep, try turning off screens at least one hour before going to bed, avoiding caffeine before 2 p.m., and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. CAPS wishes you a better sleep tonight. And welcome back inside of Allegiant Stadium. The Beavers lead 10 to nothing, and Florida's gonna have to punt fourth down and 20 from their own 17-yard line. Beavers with a great last possession on defense. No, definitely, and we know that Oregon State likes to send about seven men towards the punter to potentially block the punt, and it hasn't been successful yet, but we'll have to see how that plays out here, especially with, or the, excuse me, with Florida being pinned so deep back in their own Keep end Keep in mind, the last time someone had to punt here against the Beavers, they dropped the snap, and it led to an Oregon State touchdown. That could be on the mind of Crenshaw <laughs> right now. And the Beavers probably thinking that as well. They're going to want to make this not an easy one to catch. So refs came in and stopped the play for something. I'm trying to figure out what it was. Oh, and he's backing up. Okay. Now we are officially back from break. 2.55 left to play in the second quarter. The Beavers lead 10-0, looking to add a big score before the half. And this punt is caught. And this one is a flag. This is either roughing or running into. It'll make a big difference which one it is. Another flag was just thrown from the very, very far side of the field. The punt is down to the 25-yard line and down. This could give Florida a free uh, pass for a first down. It looked like a, it looked like running into, I would say. I'm trying to figure out who that That's was. That's what I was thinking as well. Who was it that ran into the punter? I'm trying to find right now. Was it Bryce? Colo? It was Bryce Caulfield. Caulfield, tight end. Bryce Caulfield, tight end, yeah. He ran into the Florida punter. So we'll have to see how that oh, – uh, uh, remind me, Ben. Running into and roughing are two different things. Right? Very different. Very different. Roughing things. is a five-yard penalty. Running into is a first down on an Okay. I know that if you, if you hit the plant leg, that's roughing, right? Okay. That's so, what I've been told, so, too. Julian Napier doesn't like the explanation he's getting right now, Florida's head coach, which leads me to believe this is not going to be what Florida wants to hear. It'll be a break for Oregon State. I think it's just because he just kind of pushed him, like, on his shoulders. I don't think he didn't run into him necessarily. He kind of just pushed him down. It wasn't. Oh, it looked it looked very close. They are talking to Napier, and I, you know, they might be giving Florida a first down here. We're just gonna have to wait and see. Uh -oh. So I just running into. Okay. 
Okay, so the ball was down at the 25-yard line. So I'm going to move the Beavers back to the 15. It was running into a not roughing. Okay, yeah. Which, yeah, you, like you said, is a huge difference. And that, that, that seemed like the right call to me there. Yeah, because he just pushed him. He didn't, like, run into him. He just kind of just pushed him down. And, of course, whenever you're a punter, you might get hit a little bit after the play when, you know, guys are coming to block it. It, it wasn't malicious. Yeah, it happens. It's football. Exactly. So the Beavers are going to be moved back to their own 15 after the hold. And look who's in the game. Ben Gold Branson. Is Go that is Gold Branson. That is Gold Branson, yep. He is back in, so he's not hurt. It was part of the game plan, which is good to hear and good to see. So maybe maybe Smith put Jebbia in to test the water, see what could work out, but now Goldbranson's back in, leading the charge for Oregon State. So ten to nothing Beavers. There is two minutes and forty three seconds left to play in the first half. Deshaun Fenwick is the halfback, motion behind Ben Gobranson right now. Ben Gobranson takes the snap out of the shotgun, hands it off to Deshaun Fenwick, going through the hash marks on the right side, picks up seven, pick up eight. Uh, yes, eight-yard gain out to the 23. Brandon Murray up second and two. Great run by Deshaun Fenwick. <laughs> Fenwick picking up where he left off. Got to cut through a nice hole through the Florida defense. Boy was taken down by Amari Bernie, the inside linebacker for Florida. But so positive yard at Oregon State. So it's going to bring up second and two. Beavers do have to be a little careful with time here because they only have one timeout, and there's 2.12 to play, especially they are mostly a ground team. They're going to motion a tight end. Is that Caulfield? Not sure which tight end that is. They're going to hand it off to Fenwick. Nothing doing this time. Gains one. Third and one coming up. Now, if I'm Oregon State, obviously the rush game, it's 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 important, but I would I would just focus on pass plays. Because at least there you have a chance to stop the clock. If it's incomplete, it stops the clock. If they catch it, get out of bounds, spike it. But yeah, rush plays, I would, at least for this like two-minute situation, I would steer away from and focus primarily more on those passing plays, which isn't Oregon State's strong suit, but at least here it makes sense for time management purposes. And we realized that Florida just took a timeout. Something to keep an eye on because with third and one, you know, you can't like their chances of getting a stop here. But Florida really wants the ball back. They do, yeah, more than anything. So I would imagine if Florida does stop Oregon State here, they would call a timeout as well to get as much time as possible for Otherwise, them. Otherwise, they wouldn't have called that first time exactly, in the first yeah. place. Exactly. So I have to see what happens here. So it's going to be third down, and um, I'm going to say less than a yard. It's about 31. About third and a short one, we can say. Ben, out of the shotgun here. Coletto's now in at fullback, and Coletto's probably going to try and sneak it himself. Now he's going to talk to his offensive line, look to the sideline. Coletto snaps it to Ben Branson. They've done this before. Florida's all over it. Ben might try to run it. Ben runs it, and he has a first down. Oh, my goodness. Great play by Ben Branson when the initial pass wasn't there. What a nice play from Oregon State. Coletto was faked in the ball, snapped it through his legs to Ben Branson, able to pick it up for Oregon State. We saw the Beavers do that. Against Arizona State a couple years ago, it worked. And did you notice that Ben, when he first got the ball, he he didn't run immediately. He stayed put and then ran with it. He 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 allowed the pick to happen for. And he was looking for someone downfield, but Florida was ready for it. But they couldn't cover everything, and Ben was able to scramble for just two yards enough for a first down. Now the Beavers need to go quickly here from their own 25. Ben fires, has a man complete. First down, John Dunmore. Dunmore after the 42-yard line, pick up a 14. Pardon me, pick up a 17. Dunmore having himself a game here in Las Vegas for the Beavers. Hurry up offense, here we go. And as I was saying, time's running out on the Beavers. They want to strike again before the half. 
Fenwick's the halfback. They're going to throw an out route. Complete. Dunmore again. Pick up a four and he gets out of bounds. It'll stop the clock. Don, John Dunmore making his mark with Harrison out. We know Dunmore's a special player, but he's buried behind a bunch of these other players. And hopefully next year, this is cementing his start to at least be a starter for next year. Uh, it comes Trey Lowe. You serious? Yeah, Trey Lowe just came in for the Beavers. He hasn't played a game in forever. And Andres is not blind. Trey Lowe, in fact, is in the <laughs> football game. As a wideout right now, he has not played in a while. Second down, six yards to go. Go Branson takes the uh, snap out of the shotgun. Empty backfield. Fires completed. That's either Caulfield or Velling. That's Velling. Tied in. That's Jack Velling to the Florida 45-yard line. Gain of 10. Yeah, Trey Lowe, the running back, who hasn't played a game in. He got injured early in the season hasn't played a game in a while. Now he's back up for the Beavers. And now he's in there at halfback, in the halfback position. Ben Gobranson takes the snap. Ben Gobranson looks to throw. Gobranson in trouble. He might have to throw this one away, and he wisely does so, able to avoid the stack. Florida defense was showing pressure. The two linebackers came rushing up on the blitz. Luckily, Ben able to throw it away, get rid of it, and stops the clock. Second and 10 for Oregon State. Sorry, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. A lot of players from Oregon State are coming back. Trey Lowe, Tristan Jebbia, John Dunmore. It's a it's a reunion, a homecoming of sorts for Oregon State. It is a comeback, and you love to see it in the final game of the season. Of course, for yeah. For some of you mentioned the final game of their careers, it's great to see, especially when the Beavers have a 10-0 lead, looking to add on it. Second down and 10 from the Florida 44, just 55 seconds to play first half. Gobranson looks to throw. Gobranson fires. Got a man open. That's complete to Josiah Irish. Josiah Irish on a hitch route gets out to the floor 35-yard line. Gain of nine. Oregon State utilizing a bunch of players. Uh, Irish, Dunmore, Velling, Lindsey, Fenwick. Utilizing a lot of players right now for the Beavers. Gobranson needs to get his team to the line quickly. There's a handoff to uh, Fenwick, and he gets the first down gain of three. The Beavers have one timeout left. They might have to use it here. No, the clock is going to stop momentarily to reset the chains. Now the clock is rolling again. 28 seconds. Beavers at the 33-yard line of Florida, looking to add to their 10-0 lead. Gobranson has all day in the pocket, fires, and that's an incredible pass breakup looking for Bolden. That was... Jason Marshall Jr. with the pass breakup there. But it's good because it stops the clock for Oregon State, so it gives them time to think about the next play. And they're in field goal range, and they have a timeout. So... You definitely have to rely on time management, but they should be in the right position to score at least three points out this drive. Got to give a lot of credit where credit's due there. Great coverage. Great coverage, of course, yes. So Oregon say, I would imagine it's a run play because a rush play would be just be too much time consuming. Yeah, and you know, they got one timeout, but I got to think right now, you got to go mostly to the sideline or to the end zone, and the end zone's still pretty far away. So you got to think field goal here, right I would there. imagine. Because they get the ball second half, so. In the game right now is Isaiah Newell at tailback. Ben Gobranson on the run again, looking for Newell. He's got Newell across the middle. Newell inside the 25, gets out to the 21. That's a gain of 11 yards. And the Beavers, I'm sure here, will have to use a timeout. And I believe... It doesn't look like it, though. Ben Gobranson's hustling everybody to the line. They might want to save it for a field goal. That's how I'm assuming, too. Clock inside of 10 seconds. They do not have a lot of time. Five. Ben Gobranson's rolling. Four. Three, he's got to get out of bounds. Two, one, he steps out of bounds with one whoa, second whoa, left. Whoa. Wow. Risky play. <laughs> Very wow. much so. High five from Smith there. A lot of trust in your quarterback to do that. I think that was a game plan all along. Just look at Ben sprinting, look at the clock. And he's at his down. own sideline. I'm sure the guys were yelling, get, like, get out, the get heck out. out of bounds. Yeah. And he did. And he did. 
which allows for Oregon State to add to their lead if possible. The field goal attempt from Everett Hayes, 33 yards out, right hash again. He's already made from the white hash, right hash once. Black will snap. Luke Locher will put it down. We got whistles. I, I assume it's a Florida timeout trying to ice Everett Hayes. And it looks like they are in fact trying to ice. So that's his Everett practice Hayes. kick, and he made it. Did he make it? I can't tell from here. He made it. He made it. That's okay. his practice kick. So Napier trying to prevent his team from going down to a 13-0 hole. And obviously uh, the Beavers on offense, there are things to clean up. But really, if you're Florida, you got to feel frustrated right now with the way this Beaver defense has contained you. Definitely, yeah. But defense is doing really good. But obviously, we, we, we didn't know what to expect from Miller, the quarterback for Florida. I think he's holding his own. He was definitely holding his own. I'm a little surprised Florida doesn't have any points to show for it, whether it's just a couple of field goals. But the Beavers have been a very tough team to break through once they get inside their own 30-yard line. Now Everett Hayes is back out. This will be the final play of the first half because there's a second left on the clock in the second quarter. 10-0 Beavers. Everett Hayes for the field goal. Black snaps. Lucher holds. The kick is blocked. And Florida's running free down the sideline. Everett Hayes is going to try and make the tackle. He slows him down just enough. I'll tell you what. Everett Hayes might have just saved the Beavers seven points. I think he did. Oh, but the flag's on the play. It's probably going to be after the play. I was assuming so as well. So kick was blocked. Blocked. Caught by Florida. I believe that was that was Bernie, I, I want to say. Almost returning for a touchdown, but Everett Hayes with the game-saving tackle there. You know, one thing I want to point about, about Everett Hayes, he's a former soccer player, so he's got really good endurance. You know he can run. He's also 205 pounds. That's big for a kicker. That's big for a kicker, yeah. Florida, okay, Florida. penalty. Shouldn't matter. But I'll tell you what, Andres. Not many teams have a kicker who can go do whatever it just did there. He looks like a, a DB going out there to make the tackle. Oh, definitely, yeah. I think I think that adrenaline kicked in where he was like, I need to stop this guy If he doesn't right get now. there, I think he's down the sideline. That's six points for Florida. But instead, so even though the, the Beavers don't get the field goal there, they avoid a disastrous sprint swing, and I think they'll be more than happy going to the locker room up 10. <laughs> yeah. But so, nonetheless, so props to Florida special teams for blocking that punt. I noticed that the field goal, the field goal, excuse me, the field goal. I noticed that the snap was high for Locher. Locher had to reach up, but he kind of got up from his position to get the ball down and snap it. But still, at least Beavers are up by 10. They get the ball back to start the second half. Not a bad way to end the first half. Absolutely. And we are going to have a full coverage of half a halftime show when we return after these messages. We are at Allegiant Stadium for the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. The Beavers, 10, Florida nothing at halftime. We'll be right back with the halftime show on KBVR. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.com. OregonState.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. 
What's up, y'all? This is Andrew from Dirty 20, and you're listening to KBVR Core Vallis. Ow! The Really Really Free Market is a mutual aid community event that is putting a focus on decommodifying resources people need to survive. Clothing, food, hygiene products, and more are available. Find them at the SEC Plaza on the OSU campus Fridays from noon to 4 p.m. to donate or receive items. You do not need to donate to receive essential goods. To learn more, visit their Instagram at RRFM Corvallis. Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us. Being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. Hi, I'm Naomi. I'm the editor-in-chief of Damn Chic Magazine. And I'm Shia, and I'm the assistant editor of Damn Chic Magazine. And we're back with OSU's Fashion Talk. Let's get into it. Well, first we have Sharon, striding to class in some classic gray sweatpants, wide frame glasses, and of course, a nice coffee. I love the look. Is that Eric? He's totally sporting basketball shorts and slides. That is Eric. Look at him go. What a classic and comfy pair. Whether you wear sweatpants or trousers to class, Damn Chic has a place for you. And if you want to stay up to date with all things style, follow us on your favorite social media, at Damn Chic Magazine. Stay chic! Is photography your passion or something that you like to do for fun? OMN is looking for photographers to help capture breaking news, cover sporting events, and tell the stories of the people here in the greater Corvallis community. Any photography skill level is accepted and welcomed. For more information on the photo team, visit orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. That's orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. Are you a member of a business or organization in the greater Corvallis area? Do you love listening to KBVR? KBVR-FM invites you to support our programming here at Orange Media Network. With your contribution, you can promote your establishment or next event to listeners throughout our community. For more information, call 541-737-6323 or go to orangemedianetwork.com. Interested in getting paid to create lifestyle journalism? Beaver's Digest is a student lifestyle magazine that elevates voices and shares stories about the events, businesses, and people that impact the OSU and Corvallis communities. To get involved, send us a message on our Instagram, at Beaver's Digest, or visit us on the fourth floor of the Student Experience Center on the Oregon State campus. KBVRFM would love to hear from you. Listeners can call into the station to request songs, ask what music is coming up, or just say hello. To call in, dial 541-737-3737. That's 541-737-3737. Hope to hear from you soon. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the basis for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBBR has it all. 
Listen to KBVR-FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. Counseling and Psychological Services at OSU has expanded its services and now offers licensed, multilingual, and distanced mental health counseling 24 hours a day, seven days a week. All you need to do is download an app called MySSP at OSU. You can connect through call, text, or video chat, whatever makes you feel most comfortable. Students can learn more by visiting the website beeve.es slash anytime, anywhere. Any questions can be directed to Bonnie Hemrick by email at bonnie.hemrick at oregonstate.edu or over the phone by calling 541-737-2131. That's 541-737-2131. We understand the struggles you may be going through, and CAPS is here to help. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home, Opportunity, Planning, and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. Estás sintonizando a KBVR Corvallis 88.7 FM. Si tienes alguna sugerencia, quieres saludar o simplemente quieres hablar un ratico, llámame a 541-737-3737. Lo voy a decir otra vez, 541-737-3737. Sigue sintonizando para la mejor música, con los mejores DJs, con lo mejor de la programación. Hello and welcome to the Halftime Show on KBVR FM. I'm at, I am Ben Paul. I almost said I was Andres de los Santos. I'm Ben Paul. <laughs> Alongside of me is Andres de los Santos. And Andres, so far... This Las Vegas Bowl has been what it was expecting to be, especially if you're a Beaver fan, knowing you're trying to take a big step in the program, get that 10th win. They know they've got the talent after beating the number nine Oregon Ducks. Of course. And so far, yes, they haven't put up a million points, but their defense has been rock solid. And if you're a Beaver, I think you've got to be pretty happy with that right now. I think that was expected, the defense to be so solid here against the Florida offense. The defense has been phenomenal as of late for Oregon State. I mean, they have one sack. A lot of lots of tackles for loss, lots of pass breakups. So overall, a well, overall solid defensive uh, battle for Oregon State. Doing really good as well. And you got to keep in mind they're playing without Rajon Wright, so that's a huge piece of the secondary. Jaden Robinson has been playing so far sometimes this year, and he's looked great today. I will have to say, in his first start, Jack Miller's offensive line for Florida has been giving him a pretty good amount of time for some plays. You know, other than that one sack, he's had time to throw. On certain plays, he had had to divert to his legs a few times. But Jack Miller, overall, even though they have no points on the board, I think that you got to give him credit for for you know 
sticking to himself here in his first ever start in this tough environment. No, no, definitely. Miller has had so much time in the pocket for Florida. A lot of those big pass plays have been because of the amount of time he's had in the pocket. And not much to show for it. I mean, there's no points on the board for Florida, but Florida's putting up a decent a battle to get some points up for the program. Doing really good so far as well. And uh, another thing, with Jack Miller and the Gators, we've already talked about how many guys they're without. And so, you know, you might not think that the first half was to settle in. And then maybe in the second half, they're going to try and make some adjustments. Of course, we have to talk about that Jebbia switch. The first time that Jebbia has not been in the ballgame since he took over the starting role, other than garbage time when the Beavers were up by a lot. And so, this is interesting to see a Jebbia in there. They got three points. I bet they'll roll with Gobranson again, but there's no there are no guarantees in this game, and it just shows Smith is comfortable with two quarterbacks. But for injuries, the main storyline is Damian Martinez went down with an injury. He, he was clutching his shoulder when it happened, but apparently reports are saying it's, it's a stinger. Mostly. Okay. Okay. So that's not. It's better than a broken collarbone, but still, we have to see how like how that plays. I hope he's all right. But the Oregon State rushing offense has been. I mean, picking up. We have Jam Griffin, Fenwick. Irish had some rushes. Lindsey Bolin has had some rushes. So overall, well-balanced rushing offense for Oregon State, even though with their leading rusher, Martinez, down. And, you know, keep in mind, the Beavers are going to get the ball to start off the second half here, and that could really be a big opportunity. So Florida was able to block a field goal at the end of the half there, but if the Beavers could you know, take a 17-point lead before giving Florida the ball back, then this game starts. It's not out of reach, but the time, things really start to change a little bit. And I think if you're Florida, you'll start to see frustration growing, you know, a big-name program. And if they're just not moving the ball on the Beavers, I think that they're going to start to turn each other in the sideline. There's going to be some tension there, even under Billy Napier, who's a good coach. Most definitely, yeah. Of, of course, if you're Florida, you want to score first, but the defense has been just unstoppable as of late. We have to see what adjustments are made from both sides of the ball, offense and defense. Special teams doesn't really get with that blocked field goal, almost a turn for a touchdown. But so we have to see how it comes up from here. And, and you know, Andres, I think that you said it exactly right. It, it really just goes come down to adjustments because we know that Florida had flashes, especially in that second drive there. They were able to get the ball to Ricky Pearsall. Haven't seen a whole lot of Xavier Henderson or other targets, but you're able to get it to their leading wide receiver, Ricky Pearsall, in some space. And, you know, so I think that if they can call the right plays, they've seen what the Beaver defense likes to do. I'm not saying they're going to go put up a bunch of points because that would surprise me a little bit given how good this Beaver defense is. But I do think that Florida is going to come out saying, all right, let's not panic. First-year head coach Billy Napier, he, he was hired at Florida for a reason. Two really good seasons at Louisiana Lafayette, where they ended in the top 25. I think he's going to know how to make adjustments, and I think they're going to try and counter the Beavers to try and utilize any of their strengths against him. But it is a little tougher when the Beavers are throwing the ball, too. We've seen Lindsey, Bolden, Irish getting in on some pass plays that we just didn't see in that one over Oregon. Most definitely, and I want to say John Dunmore stepped up for Oregon State, becoming that wide receiver one. He's been the he's been the target of the day. Has had multiple great catches for first downs, not for a touchdown yet. But so it's just the fact that Dunmore has stepped up. A lot of players have stepped up for Oregon State. Says a lot about the program. Nine and three on the season, with losses to to USC, Utah, and Washington. And Washington yeah. So if you're gonna lose to anybody, those that you know. Those are three not bad losses. Those are three really good programs. Those are, those are three great programs. In fact, with uh, just to talk about those for a little bit while here uh, in Utah in the Rose Bowl 
will be playing Penn State. Later on, Washington will be playing Texas in the Alamo Bowl. USC will be played Tulane in the Cotton Bowl. So there are your three Oregon State losses right there. All teams going to good bowl games. One of them on New Year's Six with Utah. So, with Oregon State, I think that, you know, they've they've been able to be – they have not been one-sided. No. Uh, they, they have not. They've been able to utilize both. I think that Florida is going to try to maybe send a little more pressure on Gobranson because they did get him on, him on the run a little bit in that first half, make him use his legs. Yeah, one thing I've noticed is that whenever Florida sends the pressure and they get Gobranson moving, he starts to second-guess everything, so which could lead to a sag, a turnover. But, yeah, I expect to see a lot more pressure coming from – Florida side, which means that the Beavers' offensive line has really stepped up and make sure that they get the protection the Gorbitsa needs. After the opening drive, the Beavers have not allowed a sack since then. We were we were thinking coming into the game what the physicality would be like with the Florida te- Florida, you know, of course, the SEC team. And I think the Beavers have said have said bring it on. Oh yeah, they said more than bring it on. They're here in Las Vegas, ready to gamble everything, and it's working out right for them. The Beaver, you gotta, you know, there's, there's, you could tell the Beavers were dialed in to this bowl game, especially you know, talking to the players last week and everything. They didn't make it, un, they made it pretty clear that no, it, it was not a good bowl game last year. It was not fun. Yeah, it was, it was a terrible feeling to end the season that way, especially for the seniors. And they remember that they're using this as motivation. They know they were better than how they played against that Utah State team last year, and they know now with a very uh, very respectable opponent in the Florida Gators and being ranked in a bowl for the first time since 2012. The Beavers know their expectations, and this is a business trip for them, and they're going to be ready for the second half. To, and they're, they don't want to, even if they keep piling on, they're not going to show any mercy. Long way from that. But you know the Beavers, they want to win this game by as many as they can, and they're, they're going to they're do anything they can to keep this defensive momentum. And then find the end zone more. They've only found the end zone once. Beavers want that 10th win of the season, only the third time in program history where Oregon State would have 10 wins in a single season. To finish 10-3 and three in a season, that says a lot about a program. Last season, they went 7-6, seven and, seven and six, right? 7-6. and 7-6, go from 7-6 and six to 10-3 and three in one year. Says a lot about a program. We'll have to see how the rest of this Oregon State One, one thing I do out. want to talk about a little bit, Andres, is unfortunately, if you're a Beaver fan, you are losing about seven starters on defense after right. this game, which is why it's so important they go out with a win. But, you know, you lost Rajon Wright, who's not playing this game, preparing for the draft. Do they still have Alex Austin next year? Yes, they do. Okay, they will have Alex Austin. They're losing Isaac Hodgins. They're losing Cody Anderson. They're losing Simon Sandberg. They're losing John McCartan. They're losing Omar Spates. And so, right off the bat, that's a pretty big bulk of their defense. Oh, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Jaden Grant. I don't know how I could have forgotten. Jaden Grant, They're yes. losing Jaden Grant. And Caetano Ladapo. And Jack Coletto. And Jack Coletto. And so... That is, it's the bittersweet for Oregon State because you're losing so much of this good defense, so much experience there. But at the same time, with under Jonathan Smith, winning does things for you. It gets good, you good recruits. Of course, and the yeah. Beavers have recruited well. And Jonathan Smith has shown that he can take good players, not five-star Ohio State players. He can take good players and make them overperform. And that's right. this entire Oregon State coaching staff. So in case people were feeling down about the future, just know the Beavers have good recruits that have come in who registered this year. They're going to be ready to reload and try and replace this defense next year, which I think people should be looking excited about. I'm excited for this game. <laughs> Second half is about three minutes away. I'm really excited to see what Oregon State cooks up and what, how Florida responds to the defense. I'm really excited to see how that plays out. Absolutely, and uh, we talked a lot about Jack Biller with Florida. Do you think that he might be more comfortable now? All right, 
I've gotten hit the first time. I've led the team the first half. I've gotten some completions, even though I only have 68 total passing yards. Do you think this could be a step forward for Jack Billen? I'm just saying the Beavers might, might want to watch out. They could want to add their lead because, right, Florida, if they get a stop quickly, then come back and score. All of a sudden, this game changes very much. So, Yeah, now that he has some, like, I guess, experience with it, and, pres- and uh, he's been pressured, he's been hit, I think he should be good the rest of the game. And I will get some stats from the first half officially. Kickoff is about 2.22. So, of course, the Beavers ahead. 10 to nothing on the Florida Gators. Jack Miller, 6 of 11 for 68 yards. Ricky Pearsall is their leading receiver with three receptions for 37 yards. For Oregon State, again, they've used two different quarterbacks. Ben Branson, 7 of 9 for 93 yards. So, respectable first half through the air for him. Again, Martinez got injured, so doing a lot of the work on the ground is Deshaun Fenwick. Nine carries for 59 yards, averaging 6.6 yards a touch. Should be a good one, Ben. I'm really excited to see the second half of this game. Again, uh, we are again. We're about a minute and a half out from second half kickoff, which the Beavers will be receiving after they deferred to start the first half. So, second half kickoff coming right up in the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Don't go anywhere. Calling all musicians! I repeat, calling all musicians. Are you a musician? Do you want your music played on KBVR's airwaves? Well, so do we. Our station is always looking for new ways to support artists, and what better way than letting our listeners hear your voice? Contact the KBVR music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to get your music on the radio. You rock, so let's let everybody know it. Everyone deserves a home, so what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home, Opportunity, Planning, and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. And welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Beaver Football on KBVR-FM Corvallis. We are pumped to be back here in Allegiant Stadium for the second half kickoff in the Las Vegas Bowl between the 14th-ranked Beavers and the Florida Gators. Andres, we're excited. And we're more than excited. A lot of people here are excited as well. Definitely the players are excited. It's only it's a low-scoring affair, only 10-0 Oregon State leading, but a lot of action, a lot of running plays, passing plays, lots of action has been going on throughout the game. So we have to see, even though it's a low scoring affair, Oregon State's looking really good. Passing, running, we have to see how Florida responds to that as well. And you know, the way I see it, of course there are more than just two scenarios, but this game could potentially go two ways. It goes either the Beavers score here on their opening drive, get another stop, and really just kind of start running away with the game, or Florida gets a stop, scores a touchdown, and then all of a sudden it's locked, locked neck and neck. And so yeah. Florida knows how crucial his first drive is. Their defense knows they need to stop. I think Jack Miller's ready to try and move the ball for his team. Oh, most definitely, yeah. So with Oregon State with the ball, we'll have to see how they how they approach this. We'll have to see if Jebe comes in or Gorbertson comes in, who comes in as running back. But definitely as the play progresses, we'll see how it comes out. And in comes Silas Bolden, the kick returner for Oregon State. So right now, set to receive 
should be Bolin, I believe. Yep, Bolin yeah, set first save for the Beavers. And, uh, oh, because that last play from Florida was a 15-yard penalty, it's enforced on this kickoff. So the Beavers are going to get good field position most likely. Oh, that's right, yeah. Florida kicking off from their own 20-yard line. Kick is away. Pretty good one considering the circumstances. Bolden all the way back to his 10. Now he's going to take it out across the 15, across the 20. Outside the numbers, Bolden almost breaks free. Does get up to the 36-yard line. Good starting field position. They got to the 35, I want to say, for Oregon State. 36. 36. So, Beavers making Florida pay a little bit for that penalty at the end of the first half. That's right. And in comes Ben Goldbranson for the Beavers. So that answers the first question right there. Who comes in? Again, their last drive, Beavers orchestrated a pretty good one. They ran out of time and out of field goal block. Now they got all the time in the world here. 14.53 left to play in the third quarter. First play from scrimmage of this half. We're going to have a running set. Jack Coletto is the fullback. Fenwick, the halfback. They're going to give to Fenwick. Fenwick with a little bit of a burst of speed up to the 42-yard line. Gain of six. It'll bring up second and four. Good, another good run from Fenwick. I would expect Oregon State to have more rushing plays here in this half because they worked especially well in the first half. But we'll have to see just where it goes from here. Oregon State definitely can rely on that ground game. Got a very experienced offensive line. And on top of that, got a lot of good running backs, especially this guy right here, Deshaun Fenwick. They're going to send Bolden in motion on second down and four. Second down and six. No, and four. And they're going to hand it off to Deshaun Fenwick, who picks up three of those needed four. Gonna bring up third down and one. So back back runs from Fenwick, total nine yards, third and short. You know, we haven't seen Jack Coletto run with the ball. Like, yes, they snapped it under him, but we haven't seen like Jack Coletto get the direct snap and run the ball with it. So maybe, oh, I was gonna say maybe here, but not. Third and one, they hand it off to Fenwick. Gale goes nowhere, loses a yard. This could bring up a punting situation. We'll see what Smith decides. Honestly, if if the way I'm your defense has been playing. I would go for it if I'm Oregon State. I think they're going to try and pin them deep and rely on their defense. Rely on their defense. In comes Locher, so yep, that is true. So Locher will be punting once again to Ricky Pearsall. Defensive battle continues here in Vegas. It's one heck of a defensive battle, yeah. Florida is going to use this opportunity to try and get on the board for the first time today. It's the fake. It's a fake, and it works out beautifully. First down, Beavers. It's Jack Coletto who they faked it to. Inside midfield, down to the Florida 45. First fake punt of the year for the Beavers. Works to perfection, just so they drew it up. There's a reason why Jack Coletto won the Paul Horning Award for most versatile player in the country, because he could do plays just like this. You know, uh, Luke Locher pretended like that was a high snap, but I'm like, you're not fooling me. I've seen that before. He fooled me. <laughs> yeah, he did, did he? Okay. He fooled me. I, I just know that he... There's never a bad snap from Dylan Black, so I figured it was probably a planned thing. And sure enough, Coletto had the ball. Picks up a first down. Smart play from Morgan State. I did not expect that. Jonathan Smith grabbing into the bag of tricks once again. First down and 10 for the Beavers on the plus side of the field. Coletto stays in the game at halfback. Go Branson has time to throw. Now time runs out. He's being hit from behind. Is that a fumble? The ball is loose. Dunmore picks it up. And are they going to say... In that is a fumble oh, for a first down. Wow, I've never seen that before. You don't see it very often. That was a fumble because if you look at the replay, Ben's arm is going forward. And obviously, any forward pass is considered a fumble. Well, so what happened was, I don't think it was, I think it came out before his arm went all the way I think forward. it did. I think it did. 
And so it was a loose ball that the Beavers not only jumped on, but gained 10, 10 11 yards from it. That was John Dunmore, the, uh, the uh, player of the game, I, was, I would say, for Oregon State. Certainly up there right now, and they're going to have to take a look at this because, you know, every time you have a play call like this, you got to take a look. I mean, worst case scenario, Oregon State gets the ball back at second and ten. Exactly. So big, there is no bad outcome for Oregon State. Big, very big to recover that fumble. To recover that fumble. So definitely. I think I think it was a fumble because the ball was going forward. I think I think we can't see it, but his arm is going forward. I think it was a fumble, but Dunmore recovered it, so it's a first down for Oregon State. Well, exactly, and if his arm is going forward and he, that causes him to throw an incomplete pass, it's obviously a pass. Yes, of course. If you're hit and then your arm goes forward and you just lose the ball, that happens to take a forward bounce. I think it's a fumble. They're not showing us the replay here, and I think we're going to have to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the decision. We'll be right back after this. Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us, being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. After a long day of work, I don't want elevator music. I want to hear something loud! Too slow. Nah, too soft. Now that's more like it. KBVR Rock Radio, 5 to 7 a.m., 3 to 5 p.m. Nobody rocks harder. KBVR FM would love to hear from you. Listeners can call into the station to request songs, ask what music is coming up, or just say hello. To call in, dial 541-737-3737. That's 541-737-3737. Hope to hear from you soon. Hey, Beavers. Did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. Welcome back inside of Allegiant Stadium. We have the verdict on the replay review. It was an incomplete pass, make a long story short. <laughs> this makes sense, yeah. So instead of an 11-yard gain from John Dunmore, they just determined that his arm was going forward, caused the pass to go in that direction, therefore it's incomplete. And but so, second and 10. Second and 10, Beavers don't lose a whole lot. Would have preferred the first down, but hey, second and 10 plus territory from the Florida 45-yard line. We got 12-31 to play here in the third quarter. It's still very doable for Oregon State. If you're Oregon State, of course, you're thinking about this drive as an opportunity to really take this game by the reins. Being up three scores in the second half is no joke. And this storied Florida football program, who looks a little frustrated on the sideline right now, would really start to be in trouble. So, Ben Branson in the gun, Silas Bolden out wide, Dunmore out wide on the other side. Sean Fenwick is the halfback. 
Motion to the opposite side of Ben Gobranson. Gobranson takes the stab and he hands it off to Deshaun Fenwick. Big collision as he gets up to the 40-yard line. Pick up a five. Good run, second and five. Rushing players waiting to be utilized by Oregon State. So now it's third and five. Third down and five, pardon me. <laughs> yeah, I said second and five. It is in fact third down and five. And for the Beavers, you're in a tough spot here. It's too far for a field goal. So you want to pick up a first. I'd expect a pass play on this play. At least to get some more positive yards. At least get the first down. Because like you said, it's a really tight field goal. Ben in the shotgun on third and five. They need the 35, and that's off sides. Free play. Beavers are going to get a first down. Ben going towards the sideline, towards the end zone, looking for Bolden incomplete. But it will be a first down on the offsides penalty. Offsides for Florida. Trying to try with the and Bolden a little slow to get up, but he does get to his feet. It was a player offsides trying to find him. 52, and that'll drive Coach mad. <laughs> yeah. Well, anytime a player is offsides for Florida, jump. Looks like Powell Ryland jumped there. That was him, yes. And, but unless first down for Oregon State. Especially on a third and five. That's the second time it's happened because it was a third and eight in the first half, first quarter, and Florida drew a PI um, Giving Jebbia a free play. 11.46 to play third quarter. They're going to motion Tajon Lindsay, Isaiah Newell in the game. Now they're going to throw to Lindsay, who's going to look to pass to him, field to a tight end, and that was almost intercepted. Looking for Caulfield? Vellet? I'm not sure where That Lindsay was number 81. That's Overman, Jake Overman. Jake Overman. I'm not sure where Lindsay was throwing to because he, he threw it in the direction of a Florida defender of Jaden Hill. Hill could have caught that and came down with the interception, but to no avail. I'm not sure where Lindsay was throwing that ball. It's a little bit of trickery tried out, tried out there by Oregon State. The screen pass to Lindsay behind him so he could still throw it. Falls to the turf, second and 10 from the Florida 35 yard line. Gobranson in the gun. Three receivers set. Newell at halfback. Here comes a heavy rush. Gobranson steps up, able to get out of it right now. And now he's going to run inside the 30. Ben sliding towards the first down marker. He gets clobbered. There's a flag. This is going to be targeting. Did you see Ben? He got hit. He fell down. Then he got up, pumped up right away. Oh, he was really pumped. He was pumped but up. But you always love to see when a guy takes a potentially very devastating hit like that. He knows what he just did. Did some an extra 15. That was Rashad Torrance, the second with the hit on Goldbranson. But Goldbranson gets a first down and more for the Beavers. This should send the Beavers up at, I believe, the 10. So it's not so targeting, not targeting it's, a, it's a late not, hit. Not targeting, just a late hit because he had given himself up, was clearly in his slide position. Yes. I can see Billy Napier on the sideline. He's got his arms folded. He's worried that this football game could be starting to slip away from his gators a little bit here early on in the second half. We have to see with plays like that, it's you're giving Oregon State free yards to perform well offensive moves. Yeah, if, I, if I'm Billy Napier, I'd be worried a little bit too. So 11 minutes, 30 seconds left to play. Third quarter, the Beavers in the red zone again. First down and 10 from the Florida 12. Jack Coletto in the game as an up back. They're going to hand it off behind Coletto. There's Fenwick, but play was uh, blown dead for a false start. I want to say it was a false start on Oregon State. looked like it. it, it yeah, it was. Yeah, that was uh, offensive on Dunmore, Dunmore. On the receiver, huh? On the receiver, yeah. Coaches do not like when the receivers are called for offsides penalties. I can tell you that right now. Probably flinched a little bit. Probably just flinched a little. Dunmore has had a good game. But so first and 15, still manageable, and you're and you're within field goal range. So yeah, first back has to back it up a little bit. Might 
give you a little bit more to pass, not saying it's a positive overall. But it might give the Beavers a little bit more room to pass. Yes, yes, yes. First and 15 from the 17-year-old line of Florida. Fenwick behind Gobranson, who takes the shotgun snap, hands it off to Deshaun Fenwick, gets up to the 15-yard line, only a gain of a couple. So it's the same play they ran before, before the offensive penalty, which is up the middle, gain about three yards on the play, second and 13. Personnel change here, Jake Overman coming out of the game right now. Beavers have the ball in Florida's 15-yard line, really trying to drive a, a big, deliver a big blow to Florida right now. Definitely, yeah. Up by 10. Any points scored here would be good for Oregon State. But Sil detrimental to Florida. Silas Bolin takes the snap, looks to throw, sorry, looks throws to Silas Bolin, does Gengo Branson, who takes the snap, fires to Bolden at an end zone slant route. Bolden, touchdown, second of the game for him. And the Beavers lead 16-0. Silas Bolding with a rushing touchdown and now a receiving touchdown in the second half for Oregon State, putting them up 16-0 with a chance to go up by 17. What a blow to Florida. It's almost like me mistaking him for taking the snap. Man, who's going to go to him, put it in their mind as he ran a great route and Gobranson out of the shotgun delivered a great ball. The last field goal was blocked. This PAT is up and good, and that makes it a three-score game. Second touchdown of the game for Silas Bolden. This one a receiving touchdown. 17-0, three-score game for Oregon State. So positive, positive for Oregon State, but for Florida, this just digs you a deeper hole. And now Florida, exactly what they were dreading coming out of this halftime locker room. You don't get a stop. You allow seven. And now not only does your offense have to get something going, they're running out of time, and you're down three scores. So we'll see what Florida can come up with and how the Beaver defense will uh, get, will fare on their first drive of the second half after their offense puts up seven. You're listening to Beaver Football on KBVR-FM Corvallis. Counseling and Psychological Services at OSU has expanded its services and now offers licensed, multilingual, and distanced mental health counseling 24 hours a day, seven days a week. All you need to do is download an app called MySSP at OSU. You can connect through call, text, or video chat whatever makes you feel most comfortable. Students can learn more by visiting the website beave.es slash anytime, anywhere. Any questions can be directed to Bonnie Hemrick by email at bonnie.hemrick at oregonstate.edu or over the phone by calling 541-737-2131. That's 541-737-2131. We understand the struggles you may be going through and CAPS is here to help. Are you a member of a business or organization in the greater Corvallis area? Do you love listening to KBVR? KBVR-FM invites you to support our programming here at Orange Media Network. With your contribution, you can promote your establishment or next event to listeners throughout our community. For more information, call 541-737-6323 or go to orangemedianetwork.com. <sighs> hey Beavers, let's talk about sleep. Did you know two-thirds of students experience extreme drowsiness in class and that poor sleep habits can negatively impact your GPA? It's recommended to get between seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. Blue light emitted from electronic devices hinders the production of melatonin, the hormone that readies you for sleep. If you have trouble falling asleep, try turning off screens at least one hour before going to bed, avoiding caffeine before 2 p.m., and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. CAPS wishes you a better sleep tonight. KBVRFM would love to hear from you. 
Listeners can call into the station to request songs, ask what music is coming up, or just say hello. To call in, dial 541-737-3737. That's 541-737-3737. Hope to hear from you soon. This is Mike Parker, the voice of the Beavers, and you're listening to KBVR Corvallis. Welcome back inside of Allegiant Stadium. The Beavers have just taken a 17-0 lead here in the distribution, SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Beavers took nearly five minutes on that drive, finished in the end zone. Bengal Branson's first passing touchdown ever since Arizona State about a month ago. And with that, he found Silas Bolden, who has both Beaver scores. Now the Beavers are up 17-0. Florida needs to respond and respond quickly. Kick goes away from Hayes. I believe ETN's there to receive and he's going to try to take it out from the goal line. Doesn't have any room. He does squeeze through a couple of defenders. Gets out to the 19, maybe the 20. Got to the 20-yard line for the Gators and if you're Florida, you're in a big hole right here. You're down three scores. Still still plenty of time for football left, but the way this defense has been playing, they're really hard. It's going to be hard to get any points up for you for Florida as well. you You gotta think that, again, there's not a lot that Miller could have done watching his team on the sideline go up seven more points. Yeah. He needs something for his confidence and his team's confidence here with so many players not taking part in this bowl game. We'll have to see what Miller and the Gator offense does here on this drive. I think that is, I can't tell if that's Johnson or ETN at tailback. Miller out of the shotgun. Miller takes the snap. Miller fakes the handoff to Johnson. Miller has a lot of time with protection. He fires incomplete just too high looking for Caleb Douglas. He had him open, second and ten. He had him open, but he just overthrew him. But I feel like if he would have caught that ball, Ryan Cooper Jr. was on his tail, so it would have been. It could have been knocked out. Could have been knocked out, yeah. But nonetheless, incomplete. Florida's got to convert there, especially considering the 17 hole that they're in, 17 nothing hole that they're in. And once again, Miller, he has decent time to throw. Got to give a little credit to this Florida offensive line. This is not what's holding them back right now. Offensive line is holding on strong for the Florida team. We've seen a little mobility from. Uh, Miller as well. Miller out of the gun takes the snap. Xander's almost false started. Miller rolls out to his right and he might have to throw this towards the sideline and it was caught but his feet were out of bounds by someone in orange and black. I don't know about that. Catano Ladapo I, 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 I don't think he was in bounds. I think he dragged his foot. We'll take a look at it but uh, Oladapo's not putting up a fuss so I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that this was a catch. Heck of a play by, by Catano Ladapo. He caught the ball but he might have been out of bounds. Look to me like he was out of bounds. I don't even think they're going to take. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it. they're going to review it. But another great play for this Oregon State secondary playing with some purpose today. Third down and 10 for the Gators. They send tight end Dante Zanders in motion. Out of the gun is Miller. Miller takes the snap in trouble. Miller steps up and he is sacked from a corner. Blitz. Jaden Robinson comes up with the sack and it's fourth down. Jaden Robinson is having himself a game. Stepping it for Rajon Wright. Finally getting some playing time for Oregon State. Gets a sack and the fourth down for the Beavers. And you know, Trent Bray, we've talked about how much of a defensive mastermind but he, that he is, especially because right there, most of the time, Robinson's been dragging back into co- coverage, and it's a little bit of a blitz if Florida were to recognize that and realize there's an open man. But by the time uh, that Miller turns his head, he's he's dead in the water. With the Beavers chant roaring at Allegiant Stadium. This is just a great moment for Oregon State football. The punch is blocked! It's blocked. It's rolling around. 
going to pick it up is it. Skyler Thomas. He picks it up. He is brought down at the Florida Six. So it goes from bad to worse for the Gators. Beaver football controlling this game. Ben, you would think we're playing at Research Stadium with how loud it is in here. It is insane. Fight song roars again. Blocks punt for Oregon State. Puts them at their own seven-yard line for the Beavers with a chance to go up four scores. You're right, Ben. It gets from bad to worse for Florida. And he ruled out too long on the punt, Andres. He, he Yeah, he did. He tried to take too many steps, and that's what honestly killed him. He held on for too long. Way too long. And I think Coletto, guess who, of blocked the punt. Of course, that was Coletto who blocked the punt. Of course, just when you think there's nothing else he could do to contribute. I wouldn't be surprised if he was kicking PATs later this game. Potential bowl game MVP? <laughs> him and Dunmore, we got some options here. And Bolden. A lot of options on the Beaver side. Gobranson takes the snap, fakes the hands off to Isaiah Newell. Gobranson looking at the corner for Bolden and complete almost intercepted. Dangerous to throw double coverage. That was a dangerous throw. Double coverage for that was Miguel Mitchell and uh, Jordan Young in DNA coverage for uh, Silas Bolden. Almost a tricky play, but good thing it's got out of bounds. Morgan say gives him second down and 10. Second and ten. Yeah, and so it's a good thing Ben threw that a little too far out of the back of the end zone where only his guy could get it if anyone had a chance. Brings up second and goal from the seven. Nine minutes to play in the third quarter off of what's been a phenomenal start for Oregon State in this second half. Looking to add another touchdown. They send Silas Bolden in motion. Jack Coletto is the half the fullback. They hand it off. There's a flag handed off to Fenwick who gets up to the five. But we got a flag on the players. Could be a legal motion possibly. Yeah, most likely. It's, I would say it's that. But still, though, uh, running play for Oregon State in the red zone. Illegal formation, Illegal formation, so pretty much. Yeah, just about. And it's going to back him up to the 12. So if you're Oregon State, let's say it's fourth down. From here, do you go for three or you go for the touchdown? Well, I mean, you're going to try to utilize this next play to get back inside the 10 and maybe go for the end zone, but you'll gladly take three right now. Of course, of course. Making a four-score game. Did have a field goal blocked earlier. That is true, yeah. So we've seen big blocks from both special teams units. Beavers, 237 total yards to Florida's 88. Florida's first drive of second and third drives where they got the bulk of their offensive yardage mm -hmm. have not done a lot since then. A lot of three and outs. Wait a second. Was the timeout called? Why are they not backed up? It's... Third and seven, Gobranson's gonna go up the middle! Touchdown, the quarterback keeper, Ben Gobranson, Florida, was caught completely off guard, and the Beavers have opened up a four-score lead. So there was some confusion because Florida declined the penalty, so it can be third and goal from the seven. Uh. And Ben Gobranson, they, you know sometimes when you don't use a play too often, when you do bring it out finally, it works beautifully. Ben Gobranson, have yourself a it is 23-0, Oregon State leading, and the talk about uh, the, the bowl, bowl game MVP, we have no idea who it could be. The last Oregon State MVP was Steven Jackson, the running back, in 2003. And at this point... And he missed the extra point. And he missed the extra point. He missed the extra point. For the first time all year, Hayes missed the extra point. Still 23-0. But it is potentially a three-score game. Potentially, yes. If they get a couple of two-bug inversions, but... Beavers up 23-0 despite the missed PAT. We have to see where it goes from here. So, as I was saying, the Las Vegas Bowl MVP, the last Las Vegas Bowl MVP for Oregon State was Steven Jackson, the running back for 
Oregon State. And in this game, it could be anyone. It could be Jack Coletto. It could be Ben Goldbranson. It could be Silas so Bolden. Bold. It could be John Dunmore. John Dunmore maybe. It could be anyone. So They've got we, options. they got options. What happens here for, for, for MVP? And sometimes it's tough to call an MVP on the defensive end, especially in the secondary, because you don't hear a guy's name called if he's not getting the ball thrown his way. Oh, of course, yeah. Such as Jaden Robinson, Jaden Grant, Kaiton, Alex Austin. So the Beaver is going to kick off, leading 23 to nothing. Give a little bit of bowl history. Beavers' last one bowl game was in 2013 in the Hawaii Bowl against Boise State. Yes. Before that, they had won in the Sun Bowl against Pitt in 2009. That was a 3 nothing game, believe it or not. Wow. 2008, pardon me. Then they had a big win over Missouri, going for on a two-point conversion and getting it at the end. So here we go. Hayes kicked it off short. Pardon me. I have distance dysmorphia. That was not short. Looks Taking short. it in the end zone and breaking one tackle. And Hayes again brings down the runner. That's ETN. So even though Hayes did just miss the extra point, he might have just saved another touchdown. That's his second time seeing a touchdown that could uh, uh, make it a tackle that could have gone for a touchdown. Ben, I think Hayes is going to make a pitch for a. Uh, Joining defensive backs <laughs> on their workouts for yeah, tackling. If, if he weren't, if he weren't, is he a senior or a junior? If he, he is a redshirt junior, I want to so say. So he could play a little bit in the defensive backfield. He could, yeah. I mean, think about it. I think he weighs more than Jaden Robinson. Funny to think about. I think it's he a, does. That's yeah. a strong kicker. But Florida's offense is on the field right now. Florida offense back out. Jack Miller in the gun. I think that's Montreal Johnson behind him at tailback. Florida needing a score down 23 to zip. From their own 27-yard line, they're going to hand it off left side to Montreal Johnson. And if anything, he's going to go backwards a yard. It's met by a host of Beaver linebackers. Second down and 11. Back to the 28. That was Omar Spates with the tackle there for the Beavers. Omar Spates, one of the key players for Oregon State. He leads the team in tackling with 77 total tackles, 38 unassisted. <laughs> so that's and, and again, if... This could end up being not his last game. Beaver Nation would just be ecstatic. Yeah, One of the great thrilled. linebackers of all time at Oregon State. Eight minutes to play third quarter, and here's another handoff. They got a little more luck this side time, making a stiff arm and picking up about five, brought down by Kyrie Fisher-Morris and Omar Spates, was Montreal Johnson. Going to be third and about seven. Kyrie Fisher-Morris with the tackle there. Playing his last game as a Beaver, right? Playing his last game, yes. He is a senior. Not sure if he's going to the draft or not, but we'll have to see where, what it comes out. There is a... An article about him from over a year ago. Absolutely phenomenal. I'd highly recommend anyone to read it. He has overcome so much. He's such a great guy and a great Beaver football player. Seven minutes, 30 seconds to play third quarter. They're going to send Pearsall in motion. Proud of me, that's Caleb Douglas. Third and seven for Florida. Miller out of the gun. Miller takes the snap. He's got time to throw a hitch route complete to Caleb Douglas. Boy, did Florida need that. Out to the 42-yard line. First catch of the game for Caleb Douglas on a little out route hitch. Pickup of 10. Florida has only had six first downs the entire game, as opposed to Oregon State with 17. That is just a testament to how this defense is playing for the Beavers. And a credit to Trent Bray, the defensive mastermind, as we call him here. Florida, again, as I said, they needed that third down conversion. I think that might have been their first third down conversion of the game, believe it or not. They've I think it might have been, yeah. So I think that's Montreal Johnson still in the game at halfback behind. And bobbling the snap is Miller, so it's a broken play. He's going to try to rush, try and get to the outside. Jack Miller does go forward, pick up a three after he bobbled the snap. Yeah, bobbled the snap, and good thing he recovered it. It was able to get positive yardage. So look at the replay right here. It was, it was, oh, yeah, he caught it right now, which is crazy. Able to get away from Riley Sharp. Robinson eventually forced him out. Second and seven. 
And uh, with Florida right now, after that big conversion, I'm not sure. What, I don't think that was their design play. Someone that was tells not. me, yeah, that was not. But, you, your coach isn't going to go out and say, "Hey, fumble the sap, then run for three yards." <laughs> no one's going to say. <laughs> I think got to give a little credit to Miller there, a young quarterback making a good play out of nothing. He's got time to throw here. Beavers now get in on him to close in. They get the ball to Etienne, a dump off to Travis. He's going backwards, loses two yards. Does Trevor Etienne? Pardon me, I called him Travis. That's his older brother's name. <laughs> That was Spates and Fisher Morris, the one-two punch of this Oregon State defense with the tackle there. A lot of one-two punches. You have Jaden Grant, Alex Austin, Simon Sandberg, and James Rawls, I would say. A lot of one-two punches all working well together for the Beavers. Rawls, Fisher Morris, Anderson, Hodgins. Spates. Spates. Grant, Grant Austin. Oladapo. Austin's not playing. No, it's last. I was naming players who were playing their last game. Okay. <laughs> Thankfully, Alex Austin, not one of them, but so many on this Beaver defense, probably loving this moment, knowing how much this means on third down and 13. Miller in trouble, steps up, trying to get away from Sione Lolohea, but he can't. That's a sack. Second of the game for the Beavers. Sione Lolohea. Fourth down and 14. Another beautiful tackle by Sione Lolohea has come down in the clutch. I believe this is his third tackle for loss on third down. Able to break free from the rush, takes the quarterback down, gets fourth down for Oregon State. Florida side of the stadium, awfully quiet, I have to say. Yeah. Seeing on the sideline, Miller had a little bit of frustration when he took his helmet off there to come off the field. Last punt was blocked. This one's almost blocked. But Irish is going to call for a fair catch. Uh, and he runs into his own guy. This is dangerous, but it takes a hop. And it's going to allow Florida to down the Beavers inside. They're on three, but the Beavers will maintain possession. Well, the good thing wow. is, call for a fair catch and no one touched it. So, Oregon State's up to their own two-yard line, but at least at least they get the ball yeah, back. Yeah, the big worry there was that someone was going to touch it and Florida would have a free pass to the end zone to get them back in this football game. But that did not happen. And this Beaver defense, Andres, just continues to make plays. Beavers, 23. Florida, nothing here in the... SRS Distribution, Las Vegas Bowl. We will be right back. We've got 4.35 to play in the third quarter. Beavers and the ball at their end two when we return. 欢迎来听KBVR 如果你有兴趣播放自己喜欢听的音乐，或者你有兴趣拍电影方面的技能，那就记得来试一下OSU课外活动。Hey, this is Hayden, and this is Megan, and we're here to tell you about Student Multimedia Services, also known as SMS. SMS is your student and faculty resource for all of your academic projects. Are you working on a video or podcast for class? SMS has all sorts of media equipment available for checkout for free. We have microphones, cameras, lights, projectors, and much, much more. And our team of students are ready to help you understand and use that gear. SMS has high-quality studio spaces that you can use. We have a photo-slash-video studio with access to strobe flashlights, color-changing video lights, and full-length curtains. And we have two podcasting studios that are perfect for all of your audio recording needs. Plus, SMS offers free printing support for students or student clubs. We can help you design and fix your poster for printing. Finally, SMS offers in-person support in our open lab space. Where can I find this place? SMS is located in the main floor of the Valley Library. Visit us online at is.oregonstate.edu forward slash SMS. 
interested in getting paid to create lifestyle journalism? Beaver's Digest is a student lifestyle magazine that elevates voices and shares stories about the events, businesses, and people that impact the OSU and Corvallis communities. To get involved, send us a message on our Instagram at Beaver's Digest or visit us on the fourth floor of the Student Experience Center on the Oregon State campus. Welcome back inside of Allegiant Stadium, everyone. I'm Ben Paul, right next to Andres De Los Santos. So the Beavers lead 23 to nothing. Defense gets another stop, finishing with a sack from Sione Lolohea. And the Beavers, after letting the punt roll, are going to have to start from their own two after a bit of a special teams mishap. Could have yeah. gone a lot worse. Yeah, so Irish ran into, I want to say, Bolden, and they kind of collided. Luckily, no one from Oregon State touched the ball. So the, while the ball kept rolling, towards the end zone they stopped at the two so that's what the beavers are starting that could have been just the gift that the gators needed yes to get back in this football game so they're going to send a man in motion that's silas bolden i believe fenwick's at the halfback they give it to fenwick fenwick finds a bit of a crease past the five yard line fenwick out to the seven gain a five gives them some breathing room exactly at least to get some breathing room open up the playbook a little bit maybe more passes more rushes but at least that you get some breathing room for the offense to play around with. So time is almost on the Beavers' side right now. Even though it's still the third quarter, I don't think they're going to be in any hurry to get up to the line of scrimmage from here on out as the clock is about to sink under four minutes and five seconds in the third quarter with the Beavers up 23-zip. Folletto. Uh, Coletto in the game <laughs> as full, at fullback. And they're going to give the call again to my, uh, pardon me, Fenwick. This time the other side he runs right. Not as much daylight gets to the nine, gain of two, third and three coming up for the Beavers. What's interesting about the running back group is Martinez is out, and we've seen Fenwick be the main rusher. Newell's been, but he's been a receiver, as well as other running backs at Oregon State, like Jam Griffin. He had a, he had a run every couple of day, couple of plays. But um, Fenwick has been the main guy for the Beavers. Ever since Martinez has come out, and I, I'd be surprised to see him coming back in, especially with the Beavers leading 23 to nothing. Want to keep him healthy and everything for next season. Almost Damian yeah. Martinez. And we're going to go to a quick break because there's an injured Gator on the field. Third and three for the Beavers when we come back. Fourth, 338 to pl- 348 to play, third quarter. We will be right back on KBVRFM. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the basis for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. Is photography your passion or something that you like to do for fun? OMN is looking for photographers to help capture breaking news, cover sporting events, and tell the stories of the people here in the greater Corvallis community. Any photography skill level is accepted and welcomed. For more information on the photo team, visit orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. That's orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. And we're back as that's caught by Tajon Lindsay for a first down. He's wrestled down hard, but on third and three, I, sorry, we missed the first part of the play. Pick up a three and a half. Go Branson to Lindsay. Moves the sticks to the Beavs. So that's a first down for Oregon State. Yeah, Lindsay got thrown down hard by Florida by Kamari Wilson. 
Uh, even Lindsey was looking for a unnecessary roughness play, but to no avail. Tyjon Lindsey, big game for him, playing his last game for Oregon State, the last game of his college football career. Very highly recruited, and now trying to go out with a bang. Here's a screen pass the other way to Bolden. Bolden's got a first down. He's also got a burst of speed out across the 25. Pickup about 17 on the play to Silas Bolden. He's been doing a little of everything tonight as a receiver. Yeah, Goldberson threw it towards Bolden, and who was out with the block? Dunmore with the block allowed Bolden to break free, almost get the almost get the touchdown, but was taken down by Kamari Wilson from Florida. Pretty good angle taken from Wilson after the screen pass was worked beautifully by Oregon State. Great blocking out in front, very well executed. Ben wasted no time getting that one out of his hand. Two minutes, 20 seconds to play, third quarter. Fenwick the back, and they're going to hand it off to Fenwick. Fenwick's got some room after getting through the initial secondary, and Fenwick gets out to the 38, maybe the 39-yard line. Good run on first down. In fact, that will move the chains. That is a first down. <laughs> this, or, this Oregon State rushing offense is just chipping away at this Florida defense. Even Florida doesn't even know what they're doing, and I would imagine Florida defense and Billy Napier are just flustered on what to do. They have no idea what to do because this offense is just chipping away slowly but surely towards this football team. Beaver Nation with a lot of emphasis on that first down song that time. They know they're in a good spot right now. 1.45 to play. Third quarter clock running. First and 10. Gobranson fakes this handoff. Now he goes over the middle to John Dunmore who makes the catch for a first down into Florida territory. Dunmore down at the Florida 46 yard line. First down reception off a slant right over the middle to John Dunmore. Dunmore's having himself a game and one. What I like about Oregon's offense they're doing right now is utilizing the run game and the play-action pass, which means that you don't know if they're either passing it or running it. And, they, and Ben does a really good job of faking it, too, so it looks like he's passing it or handing it off, but he's throwing it for first downs. Trey Lowe's at that halfback. Trey Lowe, as you mentioned, I don't think we've seen him actually take a carry today. He's used in there, and they're going to throw off a play-action fake to Trey Lowe. They tried to go to Jake Overman. Yeah. Incomplete. Only second and ten. Try to go to Overman. Overman dove to try to get the ball, but to no avail. But second and ten with the minute left in the third quarter. A comfortable lead. Just what you, exactly. It's a 23-0 football game. We were saying that Florida needed to strike after halftime. Instead, it's been Oregon State just adding 14, 13 points to their lead with two touchdowns. Right. And no matter what happens on this drive, Florida's going to be in sort of desperation mode for the next 16 minutes, the final 16 minutes of this ball game. Go Branson. Hands it off. Fenwick. Fenwick finds a crease. Fenwick burst inside the Florida 40-yard line down to the 38. Pickup of eight will bring up third down and just two. They're down in two. There was a Florida player who was down, but he gets back up, thankfully. That is Oregon State's 21st first down of this game. They'll have to snap it one more time before taking it to the fourth. I'd, I would bet this would be a run play. Don't know for sure. I would bet. It's, it's th third and two. I would bet, like, tossing it wouldn't do much. I would like to run play. Oh, well. I did forget they don't have a first down yet, so we'll see. Because I was going to say they wanted to keep the clock rolling, but look, Florida's stacking the box. Florida's stacking the box, so they're expecting a run play. You can't, you can't blame them. The Jackhammer's in the game as a Wildcat quarterback. He takes the ball. He's going to run to the right side. Jack Coletto has a first down inside the 35 after breaking a tackle. Gets down to the 32. Coletto doing what he's been doing his entire career. I think Coletto's making the case for Las Vegas Bowl MVP. <laughs> Definitely gets a first time for the Beavers and winds the clock down to the fourth quarter with a very complete of 23-0. Florida has had no points. Are we, are we looking at a blowout right now? 
You know, Andres, it's 23-0 as the clock has just hit zero. In the third quarter in the distribu SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl, Beaver Nation came in here with high expectations and dreams of winning a 10th game. So far, it's looking pretty darn good for them as they have a 23-0 lead as we head to the fourth quarter here in Vegas. Beavers on the move trying to put this game away when we return. We will be right back. You're listening to Beaver Football on KBVR-FM. I'm Riley Pierce, and you're listening to 88.7 KBVR Corvallis. At Oregon State University, we have more than 4,000 graduate students in over 80 different programs of study. And on Inspiration Dissemination, we feature the research and personal stories of one of these students each week. But this is not only a show to highlight graduate student research. It is also a resource for undergraduate students and for the OSU community. Learn about what's going on in the labs of Oregon State instructors. Learn how to be involved in undergraduate research. And gain insights about graduate school from graduate students. Check out our blog at blogs.oregonstate.edu slash inspiration, where you can find out all about our upcoming guests and links to our Twitter and Facebook pages. Inspiration Dissemination is on every Sunday at 7 p.m. on 88.7 KBBR Corvallis. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Hey, this is DJ Bingo Mama. This is DJ Dolomite. This is DJ KW Slider. Take it from us. Being a DJ at KBVR is all it's cracked up to be. And with no prior experience required, you're closer than you've ever been to hearing your voice and your music on the air. We provide OSU students with the tools and training to get their unique voices and personalities on the airwaves. If you're interested in becoming a DJ with KBVR, contact our music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to learn more. Yo, what's poppin'? It's your boy K Salt, and you're listening to KBVR FM Corvallis. Stay locked in. What's up, y'all? It's Naughty D, and you're listening to KBVR Corvallis. Hey, everyone, this is DJ KW Slider, and you're listening to KBVR Corvallis. Welcome back. To Las Vegas inside of Allegiant Stadium, home of the Raiders. But right now, it seems like it's home of the Oregon State Beavers with this <laughs> fan presence and their commanding lead, 23-0, during this fourth quarter. Just below us is a sea of black and orange. Even scattered throughout the stadium is a sea of black and orange. And rightfully so, because Oregon State right now, they're up 23-0 against Florida, an SEC opponent. Looking to get some more points up for the first down. I would like to think the Beavers are going to try and use some clock here. Don't try anything silly. Just play the football they've been playing all season, all game. Yes, of course. Phil Branson takes the snap and hands it off 
to Fenwick. Fenwick does well to break one tackle and bounce to the outside, outside of the numbers. And he gains six, maybe seven. Good run from Deshaun Fenwick, who's been a beast all game. Good run, really trucked the defender there. And we, unfortunately, we haven't ordered enough injured at Florida Gator. A lot of injuries on the Florida sideline. Hopefully they're all right, but the only injury has been only the only major injury for Oregon State has been Martinez. Martinez, who hasn't come back, who yet. hasn't come back yet, and actually we haven't seen him on the field. Probably went back to the locker room to get some extra checkups on him. Hopefully he's doing all right, but these Florida players hope they're all right too. And they are going to get him up and walking off the field, but it's already been determined that we are going to go to a two-minute, 45-second media timeout. We'll see you on the other side of this. Beavers had the ball second and four, looking to ice the game away. This is Ira Glass at This American Life. You're listening to KBVR Corvallis, a radio station that does not broadcast our show. Hi, I'm Naomi. I'm the editor-in-chief of Damn Chic Magazine. And I'm Shia, and I'm the assistant editor of Damn Chic Magazine. And we're back with OSU's Fashion Talk. Let's get into it. Well, first we have Sharon striding to class in some classic gray sweatpants, wide frame glasses, and of course, an iced coffee. I love the look. Is that Eric? He's totally sporting basketball shorts and slides. That is Eric. Look at him go. What a classic and comfy pair. Whether you wear sweatpants or trousers to class, Damn Damn Chic Chic has has a place place for you. you. And if you want to stay up to date with all things style, follow us on your favorite social media at Damn Chic Magazine. Stay chic. Hey, this is Zach from Portugal, the man, and you listen to KBVR 88.7. After a long day of work, I don't want elevator music. I want to hear something loud. Too slow. Nah, too soft. Now that's more like it. KBVR Rock Radio, 5 to 7 a.m., 3 to 5 p.m. Nobody rocks hard. If you're struggling with academic success, Oregon State offers free academic coaching appointments for all OSU students. Unlike tutoring, academic coaching gives you the tools to better study and retain information in your classes. Success coaches will help you lock in your academic goals and develop strategies for you to achieve them. To make an appointment with an academic coach, email success at oregonstate.edu. That's success at oregonstate.edu. You aren't the only one struggling, and academic coaches are here to help. Welcome back inside of Allegiant Stadium and the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl. Florida injury. Look, thankfully, the player number 15. Derek Wingo. Derek Wingo, thank you. Andres has been, has, was able to get off under his own power. Hopefully, he is all right. We got 14.44 to play. In the fourth quarter, after one play from scrimmage, the Beavers are faced with second and four right now from the Florida 26-yard uh, line. Pardon me. Yeah, we have to see how that, how that affects the Florida team because Florida's been going down with injuries as of late, and Oregon State's been stomping away at them. Fenwick still in the game at tailback. They got two receivers out wide, Bolden and Lindsey. They're going to hand it off left side to Sean Fenwick. He's able to cut outside the initial blockers, but brought down for just a gain of maybe half a yard. Pretty good coverage pursuit, I should say, by Florida's front seven. Third and three coming up for the Beavers. And if you're the Oregon State, you are in no rush. You are in absolutely no rush to snap the ball. Take your time, set up a play, get the first down, score some more points. But if you're Oregon State, you pretty much, knock on wood, have this game essentially won. 
With a 23 to nothing lead, clock is melted underneath 14 minutes. Beavers are faced with a third and three. Jem Griffin in the game at tailback. 10 on the play clock. They're going to fake the handoff. Ben Gilbranson rolls out. It's got a man wide open. It's Silas Bolden again inside the 20. Can he make a move? Inside the 10. Jumps over a man. Inside the five. Down to about the three. Silas Bolden. He's got my pick. I'm going to say for MVP right now. I, I agree as well. Yeah, just he's been looking really good. Wide open. Almost got the touchdown, but was stopped. Up short the two-yard line, Carwheel was Carwheel out of bounds there by, by hit by a Florida defender. But yeah, Silas Bolden definitely has a strong case for bowl MVP. It could be anyone. Could there be co-MVPs? It could be anyone's game here. <laughs> Overall, more importantly than any one MVP, the Beavers have been do dominant in this bowl game. Probably most dominant since they have been in the 2001 Fiesta Bowl. And here's a pitch to Jam Griffin, who's able to get outside and sneak past the safety. Ducks into the end zone. Touchdown, Beavers. Jam Griffin. And it's 30, it's, pardon me, 29 to nothing. Nice little pitch pass there to Griffin. Griffin able to run through, spins a defender, and gets a touchdown for Oregon State. Makes it 29-0. Beavers are running away with this one. They are running, They're away running up one. the score. And uh, we saw in the uh, part of the press conference yesterday, Billy Napier said his team would be all in, ready to give a great effort. I'm not saying they're not giving a good effort, but it's not going the way that first-year coach Napier expected. This extra point from Hayes is up and good. Beavers lead 32-0. So if results hold this way, this is going to be a losing season for Florida and a 10-3 season for the Bees. Beavers are really running up the score in this game. 30 points. Florida hasn't even sniffed the end zone. It's been a one-sided affair this game for sure. Ever since their third drive of the game, I believe, where they didn't get it on fourth down and three from Beaver territory, it's been all downhill for the Florida Gators. The Beavers have put up 20 in the second half. We will be right back. More fourth quarter action. You're listening to Beaver Football on KBVRFM Corvallis. This is Allegra from Mama, and you're listening to KBVR Corvallis. Huh. <sighs> Hey Beavers, let's talk about sleep. Did you know two-thirds of students experience extreme drowsiness in class and that poor sleep habits can negatively impact your GPA? It's recommended to get between seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. Blue light emitted from electronic devices hinders the production of melatonin, the hormone that readies you for sleep. If you have trouble falling asleep, try turning off screens at least one hour before going to bed, avoiding caffeine before 2 p.m., and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. CAPS wishes you a better sleep tonight. Is photography your passion or something that you like to do for fun? OMN is looking for photographers to help capture breaking news, cover sporting events, and tell the stories of the people here in the greater Corvallis community. Any photography skill level is accepted and welcomed. For more information on the photo team, visit orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. That's orangemedianetwork.com and click on the Get Involved tab. Network或者OMN。Hey Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. 
If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. This is Ira Glass with This American Life. You're listening to KBVR Corvallis, a radio station that does not broadcast our show. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Beaver Football and KBVR-FM. The Beavers hold a 30 to nothing lead with 13 <laughs> minutes left to play in the fourth quarter against this storied SEC Florida program. Florida doesn't look like have a, has a lot of energy on the sideline, and you know you can see why. Yeah, 30 to nothing. Florida is just they have no, they've had had no answers on how to score points for themselves. Not even a field goal. It's just it's been all Oregon State the entire game. I mean, granted, the one bright side for Florida was that blocked field goal. But even then, nothing came about it. You're right. That was probably their, <laughs> their, their brightest side their of the brightest game. brightest play of the game. Here's the kick away from Hayes. They could use a good run back here from ETN. ETN out across the 15 to about the 19. So that's where Florida will start their next drive, trailing by 30 points. That was John Miller making a tackle there for Oregon State for the Beavers. Miller, we saw him get some big minutes against Oregon in the final drive. It helped steal that game away. I think he's going to be a big part just a sophomore of Beavers defense next year to replace guys like Spates. Of course. And uh, Fisher Morris. In comes the Florida offense. Here comes Jack Miller, who uh, after the first few drives has really not had a whole lot to talk about. I want to point out uh, Florida has 98 total yards of offense. To the Beavers, two, four, 342. Yes. <laughs> that is a lopsided number. Here's the... Give to ETN, picks up three at the 23-yard line. Fisher Morris in there with a tackle for Oregon State. Got a little bit of a disagreement between Fisher Morris and Ricky Pearsall. Uh, a little bit. That happens in the games like these. Happens in, happens in football. Clock continues to run. Even Florida doesn't seem like they're overly anxious to get to the line. Maybe have accepted... accepted this game, they just can't, probably aren't going to get back into it. Probably not, yeah. Second down and seven. Miller takes the snap. Miller fakes the handoff, and now he looks to throw. Miller in trouble. Let's one go, and it's wide open. Man complete to Ricky Pearsall. He fumbled the ball, but got it back. So Pearsall with his fourth, fourth reception of the game. By far, Florida's best offensive player tonight. So even though Florida's down exponentially by 30 points, they're not giving up. They're not putting their heads down and slouching. They're still fighting, trying to make big plays, score at least something for themselves, but that was a good play by Ricky Pearsall as well. And you and you gotta admire that. The Beavers never quit against the Ducks. It's Jonathan Smith's MO. I would expect nothing less from any other team. First and 10 for Florida from the Oregon State 49 yard line and we got a false start penalty. Miller's not happy with that. Honestly, that's false start on Florida. On Florida. Offensive lineman number 65. Kingsley Egucom from Florida. So it's going to bring up first down and 15, 11.45 left to play. The clock will continue to roll after the dead ball penalty. 30 to nothing, Oregon State leads Florida in one of the most lopsided affairs the Beavers have played in this year. Only other game I can think of really is Colorado. Yes. Taking the snap is Miller. He's got some time. Now he gets hit hard as he lets one go. Jaden Robinson in coverage, and there's pass interference on Jaden Robinson. Probably the right call. That's the right call, yeah. It was the right call. Did not look back for the ball. Ricky Pearsall was the intended target. I want to point out Spates, who got a hit on Miller as he releases, so maybe that had an effect on the pass itself. But, yeah, 
that's the right call. Robinson was he was holding his arm, kind of getting in the way. So right call for Oregon State. Finally, something goes Florida's way. Too. <laughs> because if you're the Beavers, then you really just have to think about how big of a step this is for the program. You think about where Jonathan Smith started out for the team multiple years ago. You finally break the barrier and get to a bowl game last year, and now I think it's safe to say it looks like they're going to take that next big step and win a bowl game, get their 10th one of the year, cap off a very good season for this program. Miller out of the shotgun on first and 10 after the penalty. It's a handoff to ETN. Drags the defender a little ways, but only gets one or two. Maybe this penalty is the spark that Florida needed. Maybe what? Maybe this penalty is a, uh, the spark that even Florida if needed. It could serve as a spark for their offense, but even if still it's an uphill battle because you got to recover onside's kicks at this point. Yeah. It would seem with just 11 minutes left to play in the football game, second and nine for the Gators. We'll see what play comes up here. ETN still in a tailback. Flag, false start. Is that on Florida? Yep. Yeah, that's on Florida. And again with Florida, just seems like it's a game they're going to want to forget. Nothing going right yeah, in this definitely. bowl game for them. This will be their second straight bowl game loss. They lost to UCF in the Gasparilla Bowl last year, 29-17. That one much more competitive. Yeah, if you're Oregon State, you're just – I think the 12th man has a lot to do with the fact that a lot of all these false start penalties for sure. The Beaver crowd making a difference, and I think the Beaver is showing that they're a better team Over for the most part. Second down and 14 after the false start. They motion ETN in the backfield. Johnson's also in the game. Miller takes shotgun snap, fakes the handoff to ETN. Now Miller's going to step up and use his legs. He's got a little bit of running room. Cuts for a first down inside the Beaver 30. Good play from Jack Miller. Good play by Alex Austin, too. He was on his he was on his man in man coverage, but he saw Miller break free. He immediately let go of his man and ran towards the quarterback and got the stop. Potentially a touchdown saving tackle. Taking the snap as Miller is going to hand it off to ETN. Picks up three down to the Beaver 25. Ten minutes to play, 30-0 Oregon State in the Las Vegas Bowl. At this point, I think Florida is just grateful for the fact that they're in field goal range. I think they're grateful that they're trying to get that zero off the scoreboard. Get something up. Because at this point, it seems highly unlikely you're going to be able to make a run for a big comeback with this type of deficit. Miller takes the snap, hands it off to ETN. ETN breaks through the first couple of men, picks up another three. It'll bring up third down and three. And four, pardon me. Now, if you're Florida, do you go for the first down? You obviously go for the first down. But would you rather be happy... If you get stopped and go for three? Yes. I think I think if, if you go for three, that's a win in that book. Depends on what happens here on this third down and four from the Oregon State 22. Beaver crowd still very much alive into this game with their team up big. Four receivers set. Montrell Johnson, the halfback. Jack Miller motions a wide receiver. It's another false start. False start. False start. Man, he's not happy. Yeah, we saw all the offensive linemen flinch a little bit. So you go from third and four to third and nine. And that's a backbreaker. Miller cannot be a happy camper right now. Well, remember the Arizona State game last year when when, when Jaden Dan was the quarterback for Arizona State. There were so many false start penalties on Arizona State because, <laughs> because of all these false starts. 
So that makes it third down and nine for Florida, who trail 30 to nothing. Third and nine for the Beaver, 27-yard line. Miller takes the snap. Miller looks to throw, flushed outside the pocket. Miller's going to try to use his legs again. He's going to be just short of the first down, gets out to the 20 to bring up fourth down and two, decision time. Yeah, he saw, he saw Ryan Cooper Jr. and James Rawls running at him, so he decided for his own safety to run out of bounds. But, yeah, you're right, decision time. Do you go for three or go for seven or go for the first down? I just... think Florida wants to keep their offense on the field and try to get in the end zone. Might as well. Any fighting chance is a good one. So it's 30 to nothing, Oregon State. Eight minutes, 14 seconds left to play in the fourth quarter. Beavers making some defensive line substitutions ahead of this fourth and two play. Florida is in the red zone for the Beaver 20. Miller out of the gun, hands it off, and absolutely nowhere to go for Montrell Johnson. Loses three, and that should just about put the uh, final cap on this one as it's 30 to nothing and Beaver's going to take back over. James Rawls busting through. James Rawls playing his final game as a Beaver. Definitely, that was the nail in the coffin. If you're Florida, obviously it was the right call, trying to get something going for your offense, but Oregon State defense has just been phenomenal. Stop after stop, after pass breakup, after tackle, after sack. They've looked really, really good so far. Respect to Florida for trying to do something, but Oregon State is just too powerful and too strong in that department of defense. Florida has not looked like the Florida that they were expecting to be at the start of the season when they are in the top 25. Meanwhile, Oregon State did not start the season ranked. Right now, they're ranked 14 and likely to go up maybe a few slots after this game with this sort of performance. We're going to be right back. The Beavers, 30. Florida, nothing. Less than eight minutes to play. The Beavers are going to have the ball back. KBVRFM would love to hear from you. Listeners can call into the station to request songs, ask what music is coming up, or just say hello. To call in, dial 541-737-3737. That's 541-737-3737. Hope to hear from you soon. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the basis for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBBR has it all. Listen to KBBR FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. Counseling and Psychological Services at OSU has expanded its services and now offers licensed, multilingual, and distanced mental health counseling 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. All you need to do is download an app called MySSP at OSU. You can connect through call, text, or video chat, whatever makes you feel most comfortable. Students can learn more by visiting the website beeve.es slash anytime, anywhere. Any questions can be directed to Bonnie Hemrick by email at bonnie.hemrick at gorgonstate.edu or over the phone by calling 541-737-2131. That's 541-737-2131. We understand the struggles you may be going through, and CAPS is here to help. Estás sintonizando a KBBR Cavallo 88.7 FM. Si tienes alguna sugerencia, quieres saludar, o simplemente quieres hablar un ratico, llámame a 541-737-3737. Lo voy a decir otra vez, 541-737-3737. Sigue sintonizando para la mejor música, con los mejores DJs, con lo mejor de la programación. And welcome back inside of Allegiant Stadium. You're listening to Beaver Football on KBVR FM. 30-0, the Beavers 
gonna probably gonna get their first bull win since 2013 and doing it in style Andres in dominant fashion yes I think this is obviously Oregon State they weren't too pleased with the their bowl performance last season losing to Utah State in the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl by a score 24-13 but to come out here play Florida and up by 30 points against an SEC opponent in Las Vegas a much better outcome than last season absolutely you could Absolutely tell. When talking to the players, they were not impressed at all with how they played last year's bowl game. Night and day. And this one, a great way to send off a lot of seniors. 7.54. Kanoa Shannon is in the game at halfback. Seen get some action. He's a senior, Sometimes too. Sometimes a senior. He's a senior, senior. too. Good so to see him well. get some reps. They're going to send Josiah Irish in motion. They're going to give to Irish again, who's got some space. Josiah Irish cuts up field, breaks a tackle, reaches towards the first down marker, and he's got it. Gain of 10, Josiah Irish on another jet sweep. Moves the chains. Rashad Torrance, the second with the tackle on Josiah Irish. If you're Oregon State, you're just kind of just, you're playing keep away at this point. You're just, you're getting first downs, you're letting the clock run. Because at this point, the game's already sealed. Florida had their chance, but to no avail. We have to see what game plan Florida has, or excuse me, what game plan Oregon State has. First down and 10 after this jet sweep from Irish from the Florida, from their own 34-yard line for Oregon State. Coletto in the game as an up back, and they're going to turn and hand it off to Kanoa Shannon, who just entered the game. Shannon trying to get around the edge, picks up a couple. Bring, bring up second down and eight, and I think the Beavers just pretty content staying on the ground. Kanoa Shannon from Hawaii in his last game as a Beaver. What a send-off to at least get a couple carries in the Las Vegas Bowl game. Going to bring up third down and, sorry, second down and eight for the Beavers from the from their own 36-yard line. We have hit under seven minutes to play here in Las Vegas. The Beavers with the commanding 30 to nothing lead over the Florida Gators. Ben Gobranson motions um, Isaiah Newell beside him, and looks like we're going to have a pre-snap penalty on the Beavers here. A false start. I think, I think that's that's one of the free, the few penalties Oregon State's given up in this game. They have not had a whole lot. And, not a whole uh, lot, no. I believe that that one was on Joshua Gray. Josh, yes, that's all I want to say. Very good lineman for the Beavers. Part of this dominant offensive line. Speaking of Josh Gray, only a redshirt sophomore. The Beavers have to be extremely thrilled with that considering how good of a lineman he is. Second team all patch all this year. Gobranson on second down. Fires off the hands of Silas Bolden. Should have had another catch there. Falls incomplete. Could have been intercepted possibly too. Going to bring up third and 13. Jamar James was in the area with Bolden. The ball was tipped. Bolden just fell off his hands. And it could have been it an interception. It was a little behind him. A little behind him. It could have been an interception for Florida, which would have been a turning point for the Gators, but to no avail. Now third and 13 for Oregon State. Six minutes, six seconds left to play in the football game. Beavers up 30 to nothing, and they're faced with a third and 13 from their own 30-yard line. Kanoa Shannon back in the game at tailback. I wouldn't be surprised they were content to run the ball, keep the clock going here. But Ben looks to snap. Go Branson throws to the outside, and it's incomplete. Looking for a tight end. Caulfield? Jack Velling. Velling, pardon me. Yeah, it's Jack Velling. And so I'm a little surprised that keeps the clock running. And I'm surprised they wanted to throw it. I mean, I guess they were trying to go for the first down, but regardless, just run for the ball, and maybe there you could keep the clock running and you ultimately seal your victory for the game. 
So Locher's on to punt it to Ricky Pearsall once again. You're the Beavers, where you're most vulnerable to something going wrong on a punt here. So just execute it. They want an uneventful punt. This play will take us under six minutes. Locher boots it away. As per usual, a really nice punt from Luke Locher over the head of Ricky Pearsall. Takes a great Beaver hop, and it's going to down Florida at their 12. So Luke Locher hasn't had a, been called on a ton this game, but he's delivered every time that he has. We're about to go to a quick break. 30-0 Beavers, final minutes of the Las Vegas Bowl. You're listening to Beaver Football and KBVR. We'll be right back. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. Want to get involved in public service announcements here at KBVR? We want people like you to share your diverse voices and perspectives on the airwaves. Whether you have an event to promote, a message for the public, or just something to say, don't hesitate to get involved. Students at OSU can be involved in any stage of the process, from writing to voice acting. No prior experience is required. For more information on how to get involved, don't hesitate to email the Productions Director at fm.productions.oregonstate.edu. Everyone deserves a home, so what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home, Opportunity, Planning, and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. Welcome back to the Las Vegas Bowl where the Beavers are trying to see this one out with a dominant 30 to nothing lead. They just punted the ball back to the Gators who might have their final offensive go around here with 5.51 left to play. Been all Oregon State so, uh, in this entire game. It's been an Oregon State affair in this game. I mean, all sides of the ball, offense, defense, special teams has looked phenomenal for the Beavers which is, like, I think it's a testament to all the coaching staff and the culture that's been created at Oregon State, looking really good so far. And Florida has one more chance to at least put something on the board for them to make this not a blowout for the Gators. Yeah, and so, something that I have realized, Andres, is that ever since the early in the, early in the third quarter against Oregon, the Beavers are on a some 56-3 to scoring run. They allowed some a field goal to the Oregon, but they have not allowed a touchdown in nearly six quarters of football. Something like that, yeah. Let's see, they'd love to... Continue that here and end this game with that zero on the scoreboard. We'll have to see what comes of this drive. Miller, I think, is still in the game at quarterback. He, he is, is, and he fakes the handoff, rolls out to his right on a bootleg. He's got his tight end, number 87, who makes a catch and run for a first down. Out to the 29, unfortunately, 
the tight end is hurt. Another Florida Gator down. That is Jonathan Odom down for the Gators. Hopefully he's all right. Seen a lot of injured Gators in this game, Andres. A lot of injured. I think this is a fourth one I'm counting. Only notable one or serious one really that they had to stop the game for with the Beaver for the Beavers was Damian Martinez who hasn't come back in and there's no point in him coming back. I think I saw him on the sideline, but at this yeah, point in the I, game. Yeah, I think something just came up there. Hopefully he's alright though. That is the fourth Florida player down. Which is not any way you want to end this season. Obviously the loss stings enough, but with so many injuries coming down, we get you gotta hope that the Florida players are okay. Again, talking to Billy Napier in the press conference yesterday, he's seen, he, he acknowledged the fact the team's had a very up and down year. This team beat Utah, and they're not looking like it today. This team, yeah, this team on the first game of the season beat Utah 29 to 26. And like you said, it's looking like it's nine and day essentially for this Florida. He, team. Uh, he, he made it clear that he sees this as a big opportunity for his guys to end the rear right, even though everything didn't go as planned. And I wonder if you do have to think there's a big crunch missing 21 players today. I think that definitely has a factor. And you know, yes, and I'm not saying that means everything. Cause the Beavers have come ready to play and looking like the better team, but it's tough for Florida when you just had a tough ending of this your regular season and now so many guys are preparing for the draft or hit the transfer portal. Trying to figure out the Florida player. Okay, they got him off the field. He's up on his feet. They have got him up on his feet. He made a nice play for a first down off the bootleg rollout from Miller. Now it is first down and 10 for Florida. Clocks are rolling. 5.30 left to play in the Las Vegas Bowl. First and 10 for the Gators from their own 30-yard line. I believe Johnson's the tailback. Might be ETN. They give it to Johnson. And story of the game. Nowhere to go. Loses a yard. <laughs> great, defensive, great defense from Oregon State. Story of the game. They've just This Florida offense has had no answer for this Oregon State defense. And that's just... We, I've said that time and time again because it's a true statement. <laughs> five hit, minutes left to go. Hit the five-minute mark. Beavers up 30 to nothing. Game very much out of hand at this point. Jack Miller out of the gun. Miller takes the snap, fakes the handoff, rolls out bootleg. Riley Sharp is all in his face. He does get it away to a wide-open man, though. Slipping is his wide receiver just in front of the sticks out to the 39. That was complete to, um, I believe that was Jaquavion Frazier's. That was your Kirkman phrases, yes. His first reception of the ballgame. Impressive by Miller because he got hit by Riley Sharp. And I'm going to guess Frazier would have run away with that, but he slipped inbounds, which keeps the clock rolling. And able to spin away from a tackle and pick up the first down is Montreal Johnson. Great run there on the second effort. Does move the chains to the Gators. Clock is still rolling. Oregon State is four minutes and 13 seconds away from their 10th victory of the season. Only the third time in program history of the Beavers have had 10 wins. And they've done it in a very in very dominant fashion, leaving no doubt about this one. Beavers making a flurry of substitutions of the offensive team substitutes. Remember, you have to give the defensive side a chance to substitute. That's the Beavers are utilizing that rule right there as we've hit three minutes and 50 seconds left to play. First and 10 for the Gators from their own 41-yard line, trying to break a shutout potential. Miller takes the snap, fakes the off. Miller steps up in the pocket, avoids a sack. He's shown good mobility today. Now he's running across to the right side of the field. Now he fires for a short gain. Out of bounds. Pickup of about three. Yeah. Quavian Frazier's again. He Frazier's caught the ball, but he was out of bounds. So ball well, was a good it was a good Oh, good, it was incomplete. It was oh, incomplete, oh. yeah. He caught the ball but out of bounds. 
but honestly, good part by Miller by extending the play. He ran left and ran right, directing traffic, trying to get an open target. So Miller's been, although although the score doesn't show for it, Miller's been playing really good for the Gators as of late. He has looked pretty solid for Florida, given the tools he's been able had to been forced to work with out there. Of course, yes. Which is a lot of guys missing from the regular roster. Miller takes the snap on second and ten. He's in a lot of trouble rolling out to the right. He just kind of heaves this one into no man's land, incomplete. No one within five yards of that ball. Third and ten. Another throwaway ball for Miller. And third and ten for Oregon State. This is, I mean, not Oregon State, for Florida. This is a tough battle because you're in no man's land regardless of what the outcome is. And obviously, Beaver Nation and everyone in the stadium knows Beavers are going to get their tenth win. Ever since the flip script, uh, script flipped, against Oregon in the rivalry game. It's been all Beavers in the season from there on out after that big win. They keep it going today against Florida, which Beaver fans love to see. Showing pressure, bringing pressure. Miller in trouble. Man, is he elusive. He's going to run out to his left. Throws on the run. He makes a completion for a first down out to Caleb Douglas. Nice first down for Florida. At least keeping... What, what I appreciate about Florida is that they're not giving up. They're, they're fighting at least to get something on the board, which... Credit to Bill Napier, because I believe he has something to say with that. But Florida is not giving up on this bowl game. They're trying to go out. They're trying to get at something for the board, at least, at least to make, make leave the season on a good note. Yeah, because well, at this point it's too late for that. They're not leaving a good yeah. note, but just leave but the say, game hey, on scored. somewhat of a good note. Because this is embarrassing right now for Florida, just getting roughed up by the 14th ranked Beavers. And here's the fake handoff, looking to throw is Miller. He's got all day to throw. Miller fires down the sidelines. Got a man. It's complete. Number 16 breaks a tackle. He's got a chance here inside the 10. That was Jakayu Bowman. It'll set up first and goal for Florida at the Beaver 6. I think that's the first time it's been first and goal. It is. For it Florida. Is. First time they've been inside the Beaver 20. With 2.40 to go in the fourth quarter. I mean, better late than never, but good play by Miller. He got hit on the. He got hit as he threw it. But nice uh, play there by the Beaver, uh, by the Florida receiver. Now we're going to hear some noise again. A little bit of confusion on the Beaver defensive end from Jaden Robinson. Here's the handoff to ETN. Nowhere to go. He got a yard. Going to bring up second and goal. Beaver Nation's getting loud here for for the Beavers. Trying to get one final stop. One Obviously, final stop last time they're in this position, it was win or lose the Oregon Ducks. Fourth and goal from the three. Stakes aren't quite as high this time. However, they know they're about to get their 10th win. They're here for their team. And they're staying energized with this 30-0 lead under two to play. Second and goal for the Gators. Miller in the gun. ETN in the game at halfback. Throwing a motion. Ricky Pearsall, a wide receiver. Snaps, fumbled again. And uh, just when you think Florida might have been getting something going, Pearsall does, I mean, Miller does fall on it back at the 15. But it's just a disastrous offensive game for the Florida Gators. It's been one heck of a disaster for Florida. You know, a lot of predictions for this game had 31, like, Florida scoring 20 points, 21 points, 27 points, 30 points. I don't think anyone had it. No one had. No one had 30 nothing. I guarantee it. So I'll have to see. Definitely embarrassing and not a uh, way for Florida and Frazier's to, to end his first year in such a storied program with high expectations. The Beavers looking like the team with high expectations right now about to get their 10th win, and they're going to bring pressure. In trouble is Miller, and you know what? That'll punctuate things. He's sacked once again. In there to get the sack, Kyrie Fisher-Morris. In his last game as a Beaver, gets a big sack. What a way to go, Ben. And that's just, you love to see it. Writing it up 
couldn't write it up any better than that. Miller's been under pressure all game long. He's been able to use his legs to get away a lot of the time. Nothing he can do there. And Florida's going to take a timeout probably so they can get their players out of the game and set up a field goal, situ field goal try. That, that sack pretty much sealed the victory for the Beavers. I mean, the game was sealed already. It was sealed but, already. But that's the final nail in the coffin, I would say. Because now not only do you leave the game with a big win, you leave the game with a shutout and momentum. Well, field goal attempted here. But you leave the game with momentum from a big defensive stop. Almost definitely. We see Beaver, the Beaver football players blowing kisses to the crowd towards Beaver Nation. They're very much appreciative, very appreciative of, of all of them ever since their big comeback in the game against Oregon. And they know how special of a season this is going to be, already is. And Beaver Nation not happy with Florida taking a field goal. You know what? I understand trying to get the zero off the scoreboard. I agree. 40-yard attempt try, uh, to avoid the shutout. Beaver Nation acting like this is a big kick. Kick is on its way, and the kick is good. And so Gator fans let out a bit of a roar. Well, <laughs> as they are finally on the board, that's a great kick. Well, the few Gator fans that are here, yes, they let out a big roar. I'll be making it 31, 30 to 3. Florida, again, they know that it's better than a shutout loss, but still. A dominant, dominant performance for the Beavers capped off by that sack from Kyrie, Fisher Morris. And all Oregon State has to do is catch the kickoff and kneel it out. Not very complicated, huh? When Not very complicated, enough. Up 30 to 3, so the Beavers can stay. Then the last six quarters of football, they have not allowed a touchdown. That is insane. One that against is... the ninth ranked Oregon Ducks at the time. And the Ducks are probably feeling better about that loss now. Oh, yeah, most definitely. They feel like it's a lot more <laughs> credible. And they're going to, they're going to. Play a bowl game of their own, the Holiday Bowl against UNC pretty soon here. But the Beavers up 30-3. to Florida, I'd be surprised to see them do any sort of onside kick here. The Beavers aren't going to prepare for it. Yeah, might as well. If you're Florida, just any last chance to get some points on the board. I would imagine they don't want to risk any more injuries. They've already had four tonight, so I think they're just going to try and send everyone away. That's true. Even the return man is up to the 30s, Alex Bolden. Great to see the Beaver crowd here on their feet, having fun, taking videos, dancing to the music. Trip, the marching band's having a good time. Trip has been well, well worth it for Oregon State. They are going to kick it off deep, and I'm sure he'll let it go. He does. So it'll be the last few snaps with just 37 seconds left to play. What a season for Oregon State. Only three losses to Utah. USC, Washington, dominant victories throughout the season. And in comes Tristan Jebbia. What a homecoming for Tristan Jebbia. And you know, last season at this time after this game, the Beavers did not play well in the bowl. They lost. And they're talking about the future, a little bit of shakiness because of how many players the Beavers were losing. Could they rebound this year? And it turns out they've been quite a bit better even this year as this Neil will send them to their 10th win. That is the last snap of the game. The Oregon State Beavers have won the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl by a final score of 30-3 to against the Florida Gators, dominating the storied SEC's program today. And with that, the Oregon State Beavers finished 10-3 and on the season. It's official. It's official. We spe Everyone speculated it. If, if you would have told me Oregon State finished 10-3, and I wouldn't believe you, but look at it now. And look at the, hear the OSU crowd chanting the OSU chants. See how much this means to them. 
That concludes the Las Vegas Bowl. Beavers win 30-3. We'll be back with a, with a post-game show right after this. You're listening to Beaver Football on KBGRFM. If you're a student, you know that textbooks are expensive. That's why the Human Services Resource Center is giving OSU students an accessible way to borrow and donate textbooks directly from the HSRC here on campus. OSU students can check out a textbook for free for a whole term. Choose from a library of current textbooks or contact the HSRC to learn more about requesting a specific textbook. For more information on textbook lending or other student resources, don't hesitate to visit the HSRC at Champanefu Lodge, 1030 Southwest Madison Avenue, here in Corvallis. Or visit the HSRC website at studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Again, that's studentlife.oregonstate.edu slash HSRC. Everyone deserves access to the learning tools they need, and the HSRC is here to help. If you're struggling with academic success, Oregon State offers free academic coaching appointments for all OSU students. Unlike tutoring, academic coaching gives you the tools to better study and retain information in your classes. Success coaches will help you lock in your academic goals and develop strategies for you to achieve them. To make an appointment with an academic coach, email success at oregonstate.edu. That's success at oregonstate.edu. You aren't the only one struggling, and academic coaches are here to help. Hey, Beavers, did you know you could be receiving over $200 a month in grocery money? The Basic Needs Center on campus assists students with grocery funding through the SNAP Federal Program. If you're a U.S. citizen and make less than $2,000 a month, you're likely eligible to apply. Contact the Basic Needs Center at 541-737-3747 to get connected to monthly grocery funding. Again, that's 541-737-3747. The Really Really Free Market is a mutual aid community event that is putting a focus on decommodifying resources people need to survive. Clothing, food, hygiene products, and more are available. Find them at the SEC Plaza on the OSU campus Fridays from noon to 4 p.m. to donate or receive items. You do not need to donate to receive essential goods. To learn more, visit their Instagram at RRFM Corvallis. <sighs> hey Beavers, let's talk about sleep. Did you know two-thirds of students experience extreme drowsiness in class and that poor sleep habits can negatively impact your GPA? It's recommended to get between seven to nine hours of quality sleep each night. Blue light emitted from electronic devices hinders the production of melatonin, the hormone that readies you for sleep. If you have trouble falling asleep, try turning off screens at least one hour before going to bed, avoiding caffeine before 2 p.m., and maintaining a regular sleep schedule. CAPS wishes you a better sleep tonight. Everyone deserves a home. So what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home Opportunity Planning and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you can get involved, visit the HOPE website by searching HOPE Benton County. After a long day of work, I don't want elevator music. I want to hear something loud. Too slow. Nah, too soft. 
Now that's more like it. KBVR Rock Radio, 5 and 7 a.m., 3 to 5 p.m. Nobody rocks harder. Yeah, I, you know, I actually met the guitarist for this band at a show last week. Whoa, cool. My friend's friend's cousin's mom's son is actually the basis for this band. Yeah, I actually went to high school with the lead singer's dog. Local music is personal music, and KBVR has it all. Listen to KBVR FM's local music hour from noon to one daily. Come on, Corvallis, let's get local. Calling all musicians. I repeat, calling all musicians. Are you a musician? Do you want your music played on KBVR's airwaves? Well, so do we. Our station is always looking for new ways to support artists. And what better way than letting our listeners hear your voice? Contact the KBVR music director at fm.music at oregonstate.edu to get your music on the radio. You rock, so let's let everybody know it. Orange Welcome to the post-game show of the Las Vegas Bowl. About to find out who the MVP is of this football game. The Beavers get their monumental 10th win of the season. First 10-win season since 2006. And only the third time in program history. Now, this could be anyone's game. It could be Goldbrunson, who was 12 for 19 for 165 yards. It could be Fenway, who rushed for... 20 carries, 107 yards. It could be Silas Bolden for six receptions, 99 yards, and a touchdown with a rushing touchdown on top of that. So this could be anyone's Super Bowl MVP. Not Super Bowl MVP. Bowl game MVP. The last Las Vegas Bowl MVP for Oregon State was Steven Jackson, the running back, back in 2003. It looks like Ben looks is like the MVP. Ben. Yeah, so Ben Goldbranson, the quarterback, Oregon State was been named the MVP for the Las Vegas Bowl. Huge honor for him. You know, you got to remember he had that rushing touchdown on third and seven, goal from the seven as well. He put his head down to get those first downs a few times, and Ben finishes up seven and one as a starter. Seven and one as a starter, picking up where he picking up where he left off. We know that he filled it for Chance Nolan, who's now into the transfer portal, but he's back up. <laughs> he's back, he's back up on the field right now, accepting his trophy. What a story for this young man. And we got to point out that as big as this, this is for the Beavers, the Pac-12 didn't win a bowl game last year, so they're getting it started off the right way. The Beavers right carrying the torch so far here in Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Again, playing this very storied Florida program, and it just seemed like Oregon State was the more the team it was more ready. And it seemed like they're readier, they're hungry for this. They did not let the emotions of that last win against Oregon stop them from coming out and giving everything today. They were locked in laser focus, and they get that 10th win, 30 to three, dominant fashion. Dominant fashion, yes, for sure, man. It's insane. What a story for this team. You go from losing your bowl game last year to only having three losses on this season. What a, what a story for this Oregon State team. You just go through the year, 
in general. You know, opening off with the trouncing of Boise State at home, and then when you get that Jack Coletto run against Fresno State, which will forever be remembered in Oregon State football history to win on the road there in Fresno. Since then, with the 3-0 start, it got rockier. Since then, they gave USC all they could handle. Of course, a tough loss to Utah, they lost chance to Nolan. The big comeback win against Stanford, though, it's been all uphill from there. Ever all since uphill. that comeback, ever since the loss to Utah, the Beavers had only lost one game, and they went 7-1 and one since then. 7-1 and one since then, and hats off to Smith. And, wow, it's been a phenomenal game, phenomenal season, phenomenal year for Oregon State. And a perfect way to – regardless, this would have been a pretty good season, regardless of the game outcome today. But when you end it like this, it, it, it just really puts an emphasis on how far this program has come as Jonathan Smith – Host the hoists the trophy. This is Oregon State's first bowl win since 2013. They're gonna enjoy it. Their first bowl win since 2013. And Ben, our last game together. It is our last <laughs> game together, my friend. And you're gonna make me tear up now. Uh, it's been it. That has been one heck of a ride with you, Ben. Love playing games with you. We've been doing it for, oh gosh. It's been incredible, and I hope to see you through some other sports, if at all possible. You're busy with your station manager gig, <laughs> but if at all possible, love to do this. I want to give a huge thank you to Orange Media and KBVRFM. Huge thank you to Steven Sandberg. Shout out to Steven Sandberg, yes. Putting up with us. <laughs> Not as easy as it sounds. So, Ben, Oregon State ends this season on a high note, and so do we. Everyone ends this one on a high note. If you are a part of Beaver Nation, they all came down to make this trip to Las Vegas. Jump over the Sun Bowl, get to this bowl, and they did not disappoint those who selected them. Final score, Oregon State 30, Florida 3. Beavers get a big win for their 10th win of the year. First bowl win since 2013. Thank you so much for tuning in to our broadcast in Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. I have been... Ben Paul alongside of Andres De Los Santos. It was a pleasure to have you all along with us today. And we are signing up. Beavers won the Vegas Bowl. Have a good rest of your day. Everyone deserves a home, so what can we do to address homelessness in our community? We are the Home, Opportunity, Planning, and Equity Board, or HOPE Board, and we are working to improve efforts to address homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. Change is a group effort, and each one of you is a valuable part of our community. That's why we want you to attend monthly meetings and give your input. Together, we can shape the policies that affect housing and homelessness in Corvallis and Benton County. For more information on how you 